0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. Free Talk Live
1: It is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. And of course, you can bring up whatever is on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Riley. And also, I believe Joa is on his way in. We'll see him here hopefully shortly, a.k.a. breaking the flaw. So we'll uh, we'll talk to him. In fact... uh you were at a court hearing this morning, Riley, which might be worthy of discussion. We'll uh, we'll get into that coming up. It wasn't for you. you no, were...
2: I didn't go to court today.
1: Thankfully, you have not yet been charged <laughs> here in uh, in New Hampshire for anything.
2: Nope, not yet. But who knows? Maybe that might change one day. Well, the longer you hear, the, <laughs> <laughs> the more likely it becomes. Well, that's what governments do. They they yeah. like to charge people with crimes they allegedly committed, quote unquote
1: crimes with right. uh, usually with no victim whatsoever. Uh, so we can talk about that plus last night i think aria might have mentioned this headline but i don't i apparently you guys didn't get into it now uh, which was that uh, youtube surprise and shock they're banning prominent so-called anti-vaccine activists and blocking all anti-vaccine content
2: now of course youtube is a private company so they can do that however that being said The message is being loud, given to us loud and clear. People who have differing opinions are not welcome in on these types of platforms because they don't want to be guilty of quote unquote misinformation. However, the idea of misinformation is dangerous because when you allow someone to claim what misinformation is, you allow for someone else to tell you what's appropriate and inappropriate speech.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, and YouTube is a huge platform with, I don't know how many billions or whatever videos that they've got, but obviously they're very well established. And as you pointed out, they can do what they want, and you can also do what you want by moving your business somewhere else. That's right. Taking your content
2: to a more friendly place, like, for instance, Odyssey. Right. I know Free Talk Live has moved to Odyssey. I've never tried Odyssey myself. I would like to, so hopefully I can figure out how to do that.
1: Right uh, for our listeners that may be new to the show, uh, Riley, you you happen to be a blind person, which is I why.
2: actually am blind, yeah. and so it's a different experience for me navigating the world than anyone else. So. Indeed.
1: We're it's, always glad to have you here. You're visiting from uh, your home in Utah and you're yep. also the guy that does the Free Talk Live Daily Digest. So for folks that subscribe to our podcast, you know what the digest is. It's that 20 or 30 minute long uh, audio that comes in every single day, almost every day. I think you take like a week off at Christmas time, but yeah, otherwise Yeah, uh, I
2: I'm probably going to take some time off because well I'm here on vacation right so on. that I can take a bit of a break and enjoy my time in New Hampshire.
1: Understood. And uh, and how is like how does the air feel here? Like obviously you can't look around and see uh the mountains or anything like that but you know you're obviously in a place in utah where there's probably some mountains around right utah mountainous place yep
2: i live in st george utah area and there are definitely mountains around us can you tell there is it but is there a different
1: feel in the air does it smell different does it feel different is the you know moisture different the
2: moisture is different Mm -hmm. it feels a lot more humid it smells different i love the smell of the forest i wish Mm -hmm. i could take that smell home with me
1: yeah, you don't have that in Utah. No, huh?
2: I don't. I mean, huh. I could go to the mountains and go smell the pine trees, but that's about it. So but, you do
1: get some trees in Utah, yeah, just not so
2: many? just not so many. They're yeah. mostly up in the mountains. And is
1: it, is it basically like a desert?
2: Yeah, it is a desert. Mm-hmm. I know Utah is going through a drought right now, which is really Yeah, we bad. don't have that problem here. <laughs> yeah, you don't have Thank that goodness. problem, which is nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of, uh, plenty of rain here, and uh, it's generally pretty... Uh, pretty moist.
2: But I do want to say one thing about New Hampshire. I've really loved being here because there's a different energy about this place. And I know it's going to sound strange, but nature has its own energy. Sure, the desert has its own energy, and the forest has its own energy. It's just... I love it here. I love it. I feel... I feel at home here. I feel more grounded. And it's just amazing.
1: Yeah. And then there's the energy of the people, uh, which is also, you know, different. Um, I mean, I've never been to Utah. And Bonnie, uh, my girlfriend, she has spent some some years. uh, She lived on a military base down there. So she has some idea of of, uh, Utah. But I do know what I hear about it. And I always hear, you know, Mormons. And I always hear... uh, you know, undue restrictions on various different liberties and ridiculous rules and things like that from the from the government there. And there
2: definitely are ridiculous rules. I know that the Borman Church or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints does have their lobbyists, and they are called home teachers on Capitol Hill because the LDS Church used to have this program called Home Teaching where the priesthood brothers would go around and check on, they have assigned families that they go check on, and see how they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. And so, the home, the, the lobbyists were given the nickname "home teachers" because they're checking on how legislation is doing, and they want to make sure the churches. Is- accurately represented in utah
1: yeah they want their hands in uh, as deep as they they can be into that process of course which of course is true for the freedom lovers here in new hampshire and that's why we've had uh, thousands of liberty loving activists make the move here as part of either the free State project or just because they wanted to come here you you know not everybody's a joiner uh and and so it's it's definitely brought a flavor to new hampshire that i think new hampshire already had uh, to begin with which is you know independence and and leave me aloneism, and we're there. we're here to basically back those people up against the statists, the one the people that want to meddle in your life constantly. And boy, do they hate us! In fact, I've got a story about that coming up here if we get the chance. But <laughs>
2: well, I do want to mention one thing about that. When I was in court today, I was overhearing someone talking about those free staters. Oh, really? They're 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 here to. Like someone he, someone takeover. behind you.
1: Sorry, just to clarify, was it somebody like in the, in the audience, or somebody? yeah, someone
2: in the audience? They mm-hmm. they were saying that all oh, these people hate the government and think the government's out to get them. Well, you know, these people calling themselves government have guns, and they're going to threaten you with these guns if you don't do what they tell you. You can't possess certain plants. You can't possess certain fungi. And if you park in the wrong spot for a long period of time, they're going to put litter on your vehicle.
1: Yeah, well, they actually are threatening people on a regular basis, and uh, and so, yeah, uh, we need more people like that, people that understand
2: what government actually is, which is a you know, criminal enterprise. Oh, absolutely. And it's the biggest criminal enterprise on the face of the planet, and the United States government is the biggest. Yeah, and we need those people here, uh,
1: and, and there's so much to talk about here tonight. But I, what I wanted to point out, though, was YouTube has been banning anti-vaccine activists, so-called. And right. anti-vaccine content. So they, they've banned uh, somebody named Joseph Marcola. I've heard the name, but I don't really know much about him. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who, uh, and this is according to the Washington Post, who, quote-unquote, experts say, are partially responsible for helping seed the skepticism that's contributed to slowing vaccination rates across the country. And you know who else they banned? Ron Paul dr
2: ron paul
1: earlier today now apparently ron paul has more than one youtube channel so they have not banned both of them um, i know of at least two the one that they banned was called the ron paul institute and the i found this out because i follow ron paul on social media and, and he his either he or whoever is in charge of his account posted this message earlier today quote very shocked that youtube has completely removed the channel of my ron paul institute no warning no strikes no evidence the only explanation was quote severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines unquote he says the channel is rarely used and the appeal that they put in was automatically rejected
2: that's ridiculous like these quote-unquote community guidelines are ridiculous ridiculous they does, really are and does anyone even read what the community guidelines of youtube actually are no only when you get banned yeah. <laughs> you know, or only when you know you get a strike then
1: it says oh here's why and it's always some sort of obtuse nebulous statement that never really it never really identifies what video or when in that video was the offending portion and exactly what it was that was so offensive about it and in this case they're not even saying anything uh to ron paul it's just your, and they actually got a uh a, a an image here of what the notice said from YouTube, and they cite spam, scams, or commercially deceptive content are not allowed on YouTube.
2: So, what was he spamming? Or that's what was the he thing scamming? they
1: don't say. They don't they don't identify what video it was that had the offensive content, or which if it was more than one or whatever. So you get nothing uh, on which to go on, and that's it's obvious they don't want him to come back right. because they didn't give him a strike. And normally with YouTube, like our channel for instance, has received multiple strikes. Uh, over time and and we usually will take a break from being on youtube and and we'll let the strike sort of wash away after some number of of days or weeks or months or whatever and then we'll come back and so we're currently there for now and ron paul's other channel the ron paul liberty report which is his most active channel is still there so it's not really clear why they targeted this one channel that isn't as active as opposed to the one that is but but ron paul is a skeptic absolutely when it comes to the uh the COVID vaccine.
2: Well, I'm a skeptic of the COVID vaccine, too. But Hold that also- thought,
1: Riley. We're going to continue here with uh, in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Of course, you can bring up what you want. The number is 603 283 6160 Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Talking about the uh, recent YouTube crackdown, they're not just handing out strikes or warnings anymore. They are straight up banning anyone they consider to be a so-called anti-vaccine activist. Now I don't know what that exactly that means. I don't either. Like. You know, People that are on the pro-vaccine, everybody-needs-to-get-it side of things seem to consider you to be anti-vaccine if you're
2: pro-choice. Right, and that's the problem with the whole situation is I am not anti-vaccine. I think people forget the nuance of the argument. They just do this whole dichotomous thinking or this you're black either white. with us or yeah, against us it's black and white thinking it's harmful thinking and there's not any nuance in that discussion i am not vaccine i'm not anti-vaccine i'm just anti any vaccine mandate i don't think anyone right. has the right to tell me or you what you can put in your body
1: yeah I totally agree with you there, and so I you know again, I know there are people who are anti vaccine right? like there sure. are people who just believe that all vaccines are bad and they cause autism, and there's all kinds of theories yeah out there. i don't
2: I don't think personally I don't think that, uh, vaccines cause autism. I don't think there's enough evidence evidence to support that claim. I've
1: never looked into it in any deep manner, have you
2: no, okay. well, I did a little bit of research. From my college article databases, mm-hmm. but couldn't find anything significantly convincing that vaccines caused autism. So I err on the side of, I don't think they do.
1: Well, it is one of those things where correlation isn't necessarily causation. Right. And But that said, there are some people that are very firmly against vaccines. So maybe these maybe they're only targeting anti-vax people, but I don't think so. I, you know, if they're banning Ron Paul's channel and who knows maybe they're going to undo it and apologize because sometimes they do that right like I, sure. I know ron paul actually tagged them in there and i did just search for uh ron paul institute and i did find a channel but it only had like three videos on it but i'd never seen the ron paul institute channel prior to that so maybe it only had you know three videos prior to that but yeah who knows? Um, so every now and then they, you can sort of embarrass youtube into undoing something that they've done but That doesn't mean they're not going to be targeting people out there, and we have seen them targeting people and and giving away, you know, these strikes and such. And our our channel's been given strikes anyway. Back to the story here from uh, msn.com. It's part of a set of new policies aimed at cutting down on so-called anti-vaccine content on the Google-owned site. YouTube will ban any videos that claim that commonly used vaccines approved by health authorities are ineffective.
2: Or dangerous. So who are these health authorities? The government gang. Well, here's the problem I have with the government gang being a health authority, is how do I know they have the ability to know what my health is? They don't. Well, that's the point I'm trying to make, is Mm -hmm. they don't know what my health is. They can advise me on what to do if there's a pandemic, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to be my choice. I have to weigh the risks and decide, do I want to wear a mask? Do I want to get vaccinated? And chances are right now, the COVID-19 virus isn't as frightening as I'm being told it is. I'm not interacting with people all the time in my life either because I tend to like being alone a little bit. I mean, I work from home Mm -hmm. and I don't interact with a lot of people. So I mitigate my risks that way. But at the same time, I still have the right to decide whether I want to wear a mask or not. And I'm going to.
1: Indeed. YouTube uh, apparently is specifically targeting now anyone who is anti any vaccine. So they say here that they previously blocked videos that made you know claims that might you know the coronavirus vaccines might be ineffective or dangerous. But now they're targeting any you know measles, chickenpox, anybody that's skeptical uh, about vaccines across the board are now being targeted. They uh, go on to say that the change marks a shift for the social media giant, which streams more than a billion hours worth of content every day. Like its peers, Facebook and Twitter, the company has long resisted policing content too heavily, arguing maintaining an open platform is critical to free speech. Well, obviously, that is out the window uh, at this point. But as companies increasingly come under fire from regulators, lawmakers and regular users for contributing to social ills, including (laughs) vaccine skepticism, YouTube is again changing policies that it has held onto for months.
2: So, why should YouTube be deciding what's good for society? How about society chooses what's good for itself? Well,
1: and the only way you can do that, Riley, is by having information. And and having differing information yeah, put absolutely. in front of you. Having one side and then another, and then maybe a third side or a fourth side. Having or as, even
2: ten sides. Yeah, having as many different opinions. Then you make up your own mind decide, well... I believe this because it makes more sense to me.
1: Yeah, and if there is one arbiter in this case YouTube and whatever their, you know, arbitrary decisions are of what should be considered by people, then that's a very scary perspective. It's a very right. scary thing to uh, to be doing and they're just getting started because if they can do this for, you know, vaccines, then what are some of the other things that are something that the government wants you to know or believe that it seems like YouTube and these other companies are going
2: to back up almost anything now that the government yeah. says this is the truth. So I do want to say that if you are in favor of this move, don't be because one day they will come for you and it, it will be not used be pretty. Against you. Absolutely. Absolutely never give your political friends the power you want your political enemies to have or abuse yeah and the really disturbing you know one of
1: the disturbing parts about this is that now these mega big tech corporations are deciding that only the government perspective is the truth
2: right and, and that governments are going to else- change their story every time the political winds change so this is a bad idea
1: yeah and that everything else is quote-unquote misinformation yeah and that's very scary especially given the history of governments which is to say that they lie constantly all the time about every single thing that they ever talk about whether it be afghanistan or you know medical safety or whatever it is if their lips are, it's the old joke right about politicians how do you know they're lying their lips are moving their lips are moving (laughs) and yet So many people believe this stuff. I know. And the really entertaining part is, is of course, looking at what people on the left said a year ago uh, when Trump was still in office. We can't trust Trump. We can't trust the government. It's bad, 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 bad. They couldn't specifically what they said. Obviously, they said they can't trust Trump. Right. But they also said they wouldn't take and did not trust the Trump vaccine. So these very same leftists who are now promoting and lining up for the va- the vaccine, rolling up their sleeve for a third shot, eventually the fourth shot and so on, and p- you know, pimping it out on various <laughs> different social media and you know, being interviewed on television, all proud about it. Oh yeah. These are the very same people who exactly a year ago or roughly a year ago were saying they would never take
2: a Trump endorsed vaccine. Well, guess what? It's the exact same vaccine. Trump started the vaccine program and here they are. Now that Biden is in power, they're singing the praises of the vaccine. It's just so mindless. Get the vaccine. Well, you know, those of us who have questions about the long term effects of the vaccines, we are not being fairly represented in the media. We are not being fairly represented online. Our voices are squelched. We are tired of it. You can join us here
1: with your thoughts. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. So what do you do? You don't complain
2: to YouTube. You don't appeal to YouTube. You get off of YouTube. You go somewhere else. You put your voice somewhere else, and you tell everyone where you are. You start
1: something else or help build something else, something that you agree with and something that's not going to Get a stick up their butt and kick you out the door tomorrow. Exactly. All right. More coming up here. 603-283-6160. And we like Odyssey for that. We'll tell you a little bit more about that on the way here. Odyssey slash library. Uh, more coming up. Free Talk Live.
0: Brute force, intransigent defiance, adamantine will, these are the hallmarks of the AI tank. These gigantic machines have the firepower of an army, but they also have their own sense of honor and duty. When the World arrive, battle will be joined, planets will shake, and war and peace will never be the same again. World Breakers. Stories from David Weber, Larry Correa, and more. Available August 3rd from BaneBooks.com. Yeah! Come on! It is
1: Free Talk Live? Of course, you can bring up anything you want here. The number is six oh three-283-6160. That's six oh three-two eight three-six one six zero. Talking about Ron Paul having his channel, one of his channels. I guess he's got more than one. Uh, there was one called Ron Paul Institute, and that one was taken down by YouTube with no warnings, no strikes, just straight up banned from the platform. And I went to the, uh, went to Ron Paul's Twitter here, which is how I learned about the ban in the first place, just to see if there were any updates. Because sometimes, you know, again, you can embarrass YouTube into, like, publicly embarrass them into saying, oh, well, whoops, how did that happen? <laughs> we'll just restore the channel. Was this today? This was today. Okay. And so I just went for just to look for a quick update here. And he does say that their ron paul liberty report channel is still online and that's the one that they use every day there's the ron paul liberty report it's basically a five day a week uh podcast by the way i recently added it to lrn.fm so if you've been listening to the liberty radio network during the day uh, you've been hearing ron paul which is great to have him back uh on the air and it's amazing that a uh, you know a guy in his his 80s is still going so strong. i know He's still- He's,
2: he seems like an amazing man i've never met him i've heard about him I've listened to a few of his videos, but I don't remember which ones, but he seems like an amazing fighter, an amazing man.
3: He's very sharp, even for his age. For his age, absolutely.
2: By the way, Joe is here from Breaking the Flaw. Uh, They didn't take you down
1: today, did they?
3: Uh, I haven't checked. (laughs) No, no, I haven't.
1: You are still on the YouTube platform, but I was going to say we should talk about Odyssey here, uh, because uh, Breaking the Flaw is available on Odyssey, as is Free Talk Live And you can go to video.freetalklive.com and get you right there to our channel and then type in Breaking the Flaw in the search. and You'll find uh, Joe's channel there. But you can go there and I recommend you subscribe to us on the Odyssey platform because, well, look, our days are numbered on YouTube. I mean, that's just a fact. The only reason we aren't banned from YouTube right now is because when they struck, they struck us twice. We just went away for six months, yeah, <laughs> and then that that gave it a, you know enough time to undo the strikes. Because after some amount of weeks, they will undo them, and uh, and so we're back. But for how long, I have no idea. It could yeah, be another day. It could be another week. Could be another month.
3: Whatever, whatever videos they pulled from you to give you that strike, it's still in library.
2: It's really sad that you have these platforms deciding what goes on them. I mean, I have a podcast I haven't done in a while, but I do have a podcast called Anarcho Agenda. And I worry Mm -hmm. that Libsyn or some third-party provider might say, well, we don't like what you have to say about government. We're going to take you off our platform.
1: Well, Libsyn is a podcast host. We used to use them years ago. Actually, technically, we still have an account there because... When we moved to SoundCloud, I just decided I'd, I'd keep paying Libsyn to keep years worth of archives online because all the links are, you know, I still want the links to work if somebody yeah. shared a link somewhere yeah. or whatever. Um, so we still have a Libsyn account. Never had any issues with uh, with them, you know, getting squirrely about content, but that doesn't mean that they won't all of a sudden, you know, get some sort of political pressure put on them and then change their policies and decide, you know, you're 20 bucks a month. we don't, It's not worth it. We want to get rid of you. Yeah, and that's,
2: that's the scary part about these platforms. I've got to find a way to find a way to make sure that my podcast is protected somehow.
1: I'm going to go ahead and suggest library uh, to you because even though we talk about it primarily as a video sharing platform, it's not that. It is Library is a protocol. And so somebody was making this point. Actually, I think it was Cyprian, uh, formerly known as Vin Armani. He's a former co-host here on Free Talk Live. He changed his name. It's, it's now Cyprian on uh, Twitter. And he was pointing out that All these people jumping from platform to platform, this is not the solution. The solution is the protocol level. The protocol is the technology that is the guts of the internet. So when you talk about HTTP, you know, that thing that comes in front of every website address. Or HTTPS. Right. The P in there stands for protocol. Yep. And FTP, file transfer protocol. There's a bunch of these things on the internet that basically it's what makes the internet go without getting into any kind of you know technical engineering aspects of these things. This is the guts of communication online. And so what library is, is it's a media sharing protocol. And the most important thing you need to know about it is it's uncensorable. It is
2: decentralized and blockchain based. That's really nice. So for people who don't know, the blockchain is a decentralized ledger, meaning that there is no central control on this ledger. It's shared across a network of computers or servers or whatever. Right now, library
1: isn't storing files on a blockchain, but it is still blockchain related as far as reserving names and. and
3: the sharing is the key here because without people sharing the videos from library, it bu- well that builds the blockchain to it, right? Well, what happens is I
1: understand it, and you know we don't have an engineer for a library in the studio with us, no. so we're doing our best. But my understanding is you do need people sharing the content. Otherwise, it's not very well sort of seeded. So anybody that's right. familiar with torrenting, for right. instance, knows that when you have a torrent, the torrent is just the file that points to sort of the information of to where to get the file. So when you download a torrent, you're not downloading the, the CD-ROM or the you're not downloading the DVD or right. whatever it is that, you, you know, that you're...
3: You're pulling parts from a bunch of people. Right. right. You're,
1: you're actually getting the file itself from people who have it. And so the more people that have it, the faster it comes in, the, you know, the more you can download it once. And similarly, library is kind of like, I remember the creator of library, Jeremy Kaufman, describing it, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher what he said as I, as I attempt to paraphrase it, but they're sort of, library is doing for torrents or it basically library solves the indexing problem for torrents i think is what he is what he said so hmm. it's very similar technology in that the files aren't stored on the blockchain blockchains involved in helping people find the files which right. are stored on people's computers and so if you're for instance if you have the library um, the library full desktop app which you can download from lbry.com hmm. and you subscribe to free talk live if you don't actually click to watch one of our videos you won't actually be helping us. You have to actually load these this content. Right. And then the library app downloads it. And then you're part of the seeds that are helping share and helping keep those files online forever.
2: Right, right, right. That's um, really cool. I mean, I, I think it's a cool idea to have the files online forever so that they cannot be deleted. Correct. So you can help us with this. The easy thing to do is to just
1: try the technology by going to Odyssey. And again, you can go to video.freetalklive.com, hit the subscribe button. You do need to sign up for an account. That's easy to do. Uh, And then you will be following us there on Odyssey. Now, Odyssey is the platform that somebody built on top of the protocols. Remember, we were talking about the difference between platform and protocol. The protocol is the underlying technology, Platform is the website that somebody might build to help you interact with the protocol, and so Odyssey is a platform that uses the library.
3: Right, so there could be multiple protocol. platforms Correct. for the library. Yeah,
1: yeah, anyone who's got the the skills, the programming skills, mm-hmm. could build their own platform interfacing with library. So, for instance, oh. we've pointed out before that Odyssey isn't a; uh, it's not completely uncensorable because odyssey has certain rules odyssey right. says hey if you're gonna make pornography we just don't we just don't want that here right and there's a couple of other things like you know you can't have i don't know torture videos or something like there's something else that yeah. there's a few other things that they don't want on their platform
2: could someone make a uh a, 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 I don't know how to describe this but something on the library protocol that allows
3: for pornography
1: a library already allows for anything and that's okay. the, that's the point i wanted they to just
3: don't uh, encourage it
1: well they don't care Right. I mean it, it library has no discouraging or encouraging library is just the protocol and yeah. so you can upload whatever you want to library yeah. and there's no one who can say you can't like yeah, no I was thinking
3: one. during the only only fans I call it the only bands yeah <laughs> uh, but they uh, you know when they're trying to kick all their then uh, reverse course yeah Um uh, they could have easily just gone over to the library dressed up as librarians it'd be, and accept, oh that would be awesome put Hushcoin in there yeah and, there
1: you, and you can donate <laughs> to people through, through uh, the not just through library but on the odyssey platform of course you can't do porn there but uh, but odyssey right. actually allows for dollars uh, to be sent now US dollars via and, credit cards and, and
3: any cards. other producers out there uh, like uh, Ian and I and a few others I don't know if do you uh, Riley do you uh, post on there
2: I don't post on the Odyssey or Not yet. The library. Not well, yet.
3: You can connect your YouTube to the library, right. sync it, and you don't have to do anything. Just remember that anything you produce is going to be on the library after that. The
1: right. point I wanted to make though, uh, Riley, is that you can actually upload audio oh. to library because it's just a media protocol. It's it doesn't care if you're uploading an MP3 file or a video file. There's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, and the number of you want to join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. By the way, I want to say thanks to John Rolstead and Farmer Garrick. They are silver amplifiers. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. Uh, you can go to amp.freetalklive.com, but unless you are uh, going to use PayPal... Unfortunately, the credit card and debit card, it's not working right now, and we're looking at other options for that at the moment. It- has something to do with the fact that my bank account cut <laughs> cut me
2: off. Well, that's uh, stupid. Yeah, yeah that, that and, doesn't help, right?
1: Yeah, but we've been trying for months to uh, rectify the situation, and the uh, banking system just is not easy to deal with. It's and... really
2: not, and that's why everyone needs to get unbanked and get into crypto as much as possible.
1: Yeah, I uh, I can't say I disagree with you there. So yeah, that's part of what we're talking about here is the alternatives to these centralized big tech platforms, because Ron Paul just got one of his channels taken down, and according to the Ron Paul account on Twitter, not only did they terminate the Ron Paul Institute account with no notice, no warnings, no strikes, just boom, gone. Uh, They left his other channel, which is actually the more popular channel, which is his current show that he's doing every day, uh, the Ron Paul Liberty Report. That's still online for now, but as an updated post reveals from just four hours ago the youtube channel or his youtube channel that was still left online liberty report they removed the episode with guest robert kennedy jr one of their Mm, most popular episodes now they're saying this robert kennedy guy i guess he's anti-vaccine yes uh and so because that guy was interviewed by ron paul they pulled that video down from ron
3: paul's channel and this might have been videos from years ago because yeah. he's been speaking out about vaccines for a long time.
1: Well, YouTube went in and pulled one of our videos down earlier this year that was 10 years old. Wow. It was Already. a thirty-second
2: promo. Oh my goodness!
1: That's like, crazy. There's virtually no content in a
2: thirty-second promo. Yeah, it's that's just, very true. They just pull things down like it's no big deal. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just it was literally like clip, 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 clip. You know, some guy getting arrested. Uh, a quick wow. scan of a, a website. You know, like there's virtually nothing in there as far as content was concerned. But somebody said it violated their policies, and huh. wow. boom, it's gone.
3: They must have turned on some algorithm that just hit all these Maybe. back videos.
1: And- Maybe. Uh, so you can, of course, still see that video on Odyssey. And, in fact, Ron Paul points out that his video is also available on Odyssey. So if you want to check out the Robert Kennedy Jr. episode of Ron Paul, you can go to the Ron Paul channel. It's apparently at Ron Paul on Odyssey.
3: Yeah, I mm. just actually looked it up to see if it was still going, and he's doing pretty well. Uh, what his uh, his channel is? Well, it's at, well, it actually has zero uploads on that one. Oh, wow. Okay, let's yeah. see but he has 2000 uh, 22,000 followers. So he's that's doing amazing. That's good. That's amazing.
1: I think we're up to like oh yeah, the videos a thousand or something like that barely, <laughs> barely not even not even a thousand. So good for Ron Paul. I'm going to have to uh, to hit the subscribe button, uh the follow button on that one. Got to got to love Ron Paul. All right, let's go to your phone calls here. We got Bad Slave on the line and he's calling from New Hampshire. Go ahead, Bad Slave.
4: Well, I uh you know, getting back to the um virus thing. I um it occurs to me that that, there, that the powers that be in the media and, you know, even Hollywood and, uh, you know, definitely governmental stuff. I think that the Republicans are slightly less uh, vehement about this stuff than uh, than the Democrats. That's only because they're but not I, in power.
2: Th- yeah, for sure.
4: Uh, well, no, I felt that way before when they were in power. Uh, okay, but, uh, Are you talking about uh, federally? So because
1: federally, the Republicans dramatically increase the size of government whenever they're in power.
4: Oh,
2: like every they, other politician. They,
4: they, every every uh, every administration does that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, but but still, what what's going on is there is a, a complete suppression of of all of these what appear to be very effective therapies that uh, that don't involve uh, uh, vaccinations Mm -hmm. and uh, it's like why 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 are we suppressing the use of 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 some of these have been around forever. Well, it, it seems
1: pretty out. obvious to me. That's, I mean, they're they're suppressing it because they want to funnel more money into these uh, pharmaceutical companies' pockets.
2: So the thing to remember is but that, that Pfizer. But
4: that's a death sentence. That's a death sentence it well, is. for and, so and, many people.
2: And Pfizer and Moderna are getting rich off this pandemic, they're getting rich off the fear. And people on the left who say, oh, we got to eat the rich. Well, what about Pfizer and Moderna? They are getting absolutely wealthy off of this pandemic, which is really sad.
1: Thank you, Bad Slave, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. The number is 603-283-6160.
3: I was uh, informed by High Impact Flicks. Like some, uh, this is a guy uh, that does videos on YouTube. And he also is on Odyssey. Uh, he's been promoting a lot. So I just want to shout out, shout out him. But he um, he just uh, released a video uh, about the Veritas uh uh, investigation
1: yeah we, we've been talking about those on the air
3: and I guess uh, we had a uh, we have a whistleblower a nurse mm-hmm. that was went to Veritas and uh, exposed how what the procedures are if they think they have COVID and they basically put them on ventilator and kill them ventilator ventilator
2: well maybe for some cases that might be helpful but not in all cases mm-hmm. and I think people need to look at this idea well we don't need a one-size-fits-all protocol for a virus
1: no, and you shouldn't because and you touched on this earlier tonight, Riley. People are different. Oh, you know? absolutely. Different, I'm different diets. Than Ian, yeah. I mean, we all are people and fundamentally we're the same, but you know, at a lower level, there's some serious differences between people. Look at how some diets work for some people yeah. and they don't work for other people. Right? Right? So, obviously, one size does not fit all when it comes to
3: your health. And it, it shouldn't either just on the fact that you make your own personal choices about your body yeah. and that no one has the right to force anything into you or speaking of people that want
1: to force things into you uh fauci according to the postmillennial.com and i guess they are citing an exclusive interview with the atlantic dr anthony fauci is now saying that you will not be a fully dosed person unless you get a booster shot according to the interview he says quote it's likely for a real complete regimen you'll need at least a third dose uh, dose he said further later quote i think we should be preventing people from getting sick from covid even if they don't wind up in the hospital he says he rejects skeptics notions and insisted it's beneficial to have temporary protection than no protection despite the fact the mrna covid vaccine was allegedly designed to prevent the virus even though it certainly hasn't it done that at prevent
2: all getting getting sick from covid and you're gonna get sick from covid and spread it to everyone else
1: uh, and there was another one here. He said, it's highly likely individuals won't be considered fully vaccinated. And this isn't a quote. This is just a summary, apparently, of what he said. That it's highly likely individuals won't be considered fully vaccinated unless they get booster shots. And that's plural. Because so, if you get a third one, you know they're going for a fourth one.
3: I'm going to stop.
1: One.
2: I'm going to guess not. it's not going to stop. I mean, you're going to have to get a booster every eight months or six months or whatever the schedule be is. And I know people get flu shots every year, and not I know me. that's normal. I've never done it. I haven't either, nope. only because I don't think the flu is that much of a risk for me. Right. But that being said, if I thought it was, I probably would get the flu shot every year.
3: I have more of a risk of dying by government absolutely yeah you're virus. gonna die
2: more of the you'll die faster by government than anything you're much else. more likely to die in a car accident yeah you are you
3: know? oh but it w- but that was all you know approved by the government safety right. restrictions who and is all the all?
1: government well you got a government license so it's totally fine to go yeah. and you know careen around in a two you know two thousand pound <laughs> death trap
3: right you know? they, they'll give you a formal, every day it'll be it'll be a formal funeral if you wear your seatbelt
1: the number if you want to join us here, is six oh three 603 283 uh so anyway i mean this is not a surprise for fauci to be coming out and saying this and remember they're telegraphing what's coming right they they throw these little things out there just to see what happens where okay what kind of reaction are we gonna get all right well you know it's getting colder flu season is about to be upon us and so people are going to start getting sicker than they've been during the summertime and we've seen what's been happening over there in australia and in new zealand oh and by the way There's a video that I saw today. It was uh, Jody Emery that posted uh, this from Hard Hat Intellect or the Hard Hat Intellectual video of at least one, two, three, four, five, six cops interacting and then arresting a man and taking him to the ground, a man for walking his dog in the park. Really? That's
2: all? Walking his dog in the park? Without a mask on. Wow. Uh, That's normal activity two years ago that would have been normal activity now it's not now it's it is
1: cr- is a criminal act according to you know the people in australia and anybody that believes this can't happen here you're just you're not you're not been
2: paying attention oh it will happen here mark
1: my words That's the you better stand part. up now
2: if you're on the left and love this story you better stand up now because one day it's going to come for you
3: yeah it's uh um you know, they say you can't be outside like the doctor does prescribed prescribe sunlight now. It's, and that's more important than so wearing important. these
1: masks. And that's one of the things Ron Paul said originally was get outside, get fresh air, get sunlight. More coming up here. 603-283-6160. You can join us on the radio. This is Free Talk Live.
0: When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the chaos god once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times best-selling author Larry Correa and Bain Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more. Free Talk Live.
1: It's Free Talk Live. Hour number two. We're kicking it off right here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603 283 6-1-6-0. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Joe, and Riley. Uh, of course, you can bring up whatever you want. That is the point here of the program. Coming up, we'll tell you about how activists in New Hampshire shut down a recent attempted meeting of the governor and his what they call the executive
2: council. Oh, really? This is awesome. I love it when people shut down government meetings.
1: Yeah, they canceled yes. this meeting, saying that
2: they were afraid for their lives. <laughs> well, the government people make us afraid for our lives all the time. It's about we turn the tables. Yeah,
1: now they know how it feels.
3: Yeah, yeah. but they were they were selfishly uh, breathing free without masks. I can see how that's. Uh...
2: We'll tell you all about it
1: here uh, in just a moment. Plus, coming up, of course, your calls and thoughts. Also, Riley, your story uh, that you shared with me tonight about California is looking to ban generators and maybe even lawn equipment that's powered by gas.
2: Yeah, it's really silly.
1: So uh, that's all on the way here. And uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Let's go to your phone calls and thoughts, though. We got Corey on the line uh, listening to us in Utah via Twitch. Hey, you guys. Hey, Corey. Corey,
2: it's good to hear a friendly voice. What's on your mind? Good,
5: good, to, good to see you on, on Twitch, Riley. Um, yeah, I have just been noticing, um, obviously, we're in a time of great inflation right now um, with the U.S. dollar becoming more and more um, less valuable. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Did you hear that Dollar and- Tree is going to start raising their prices above a dollar now? I guess it's not going to
4: be Dollar <laughs> Tree anymore. <laughs>
5: Oh man, I didn't even hear that. My wife is like the biggest Dollar Tree fanatic there is too. Yep. So, <laughs> um, but uh, I was thinking about this, and it's going to be an interesting time because for the for the business world um, within the United States, um, the major trillion dollar companies up at the top—the Amazons, the Apples, and the Microsofts are going to be in an acquisition and monopolization spree coming up here in the next um, couple years because they have, because they have all the sets for cash laying around and they're going to be trying to buy up all of their major competitors and companies. Mm,
4: Um, Consolidation. We're
5: going to be in an area where major consolidation is going to be coming. Even, even more so than we've already had. The mm-hmm. monopolization is going to become a... This is a, this a, is a good reason
3: to get into crypto at, at this point. Oh, absolutely. And also setting up oh, other absolutely. systems that are outside of Google, Microsoft, IBM. Find our own way. Um, that way we don't have to depend on them. It's kind of like you know getting a taste of that, that sweet pie and you just want to keep going back at it. But really... <laughs> That thing is going to make you fat. It's, it's going to make you lazy.
1: Yeah, there's some serious warnings on the horizon economically. I mean, if people aren't paying attention,
3: it's going to whack you in the face real soon, yes, I think.
2: Yes, it will. It's going to whack you in the face, and it's going to whack you really hard.
3: <laughs> or they can just shut you up, shut you down. Just like, with a flick of switch, you're no longer part of their, their system. Now oh, what do yeah. you do? Yeah. Did you uh, diversify? Right? Get your gold, get your silver?
2: I have some gold back, so I don't know if that counts as gold, but, you know. That definitely counts as gold. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: Uh, Corey. What else do you uh, you think? What do you want to share?
5: Yeah, I was just thinking about this. It's just I've been noticing companies have just been announcing left and right being acquired by these big tech companies, Hmm. like in the last few weeks. It's kind of it's kind of concerning. Um, Just kind of keep your eyes on that. I think it's and obviously with the with the pandemic, even also. Just increasing the major, the major top of the market um, prices. It's just kind of getting pretty concerning that there's not going to be any competition um, within the market. And people want to call this country a free market, but it's, it's been not, manipulated. It, it's not. Yeah, um, it's
1: never, it's never through, been a free market in my media, lifetime
5: through through all these different things. It's more consolidated than I've than I've ever seen it, and mm. it, and you'll ne- and I don't think you'll ever see it. And I think it's just going to get worse now. its I thought it was bad already five years ago, but it's even worse now, and it's even worse than I've ever seen it.
1: Can you give a couple... You said you've been paying attention. You've seen some examples. Can you give a couple examples of, you know, companies that have been gobbled up in, in recent months or weeks that you've noticed?
5: Mm, i throw Microsoft um, has been buying some major companies. Um, I think one, off the top of my head, um, Bethesda video game company was bought by Microsoft. Oh, that was wow. A huge one. Yeah. Bethesda uh,
1: already was a big video game company. It so like they were company. already one of the biggest and now they've been gobbled up by uh, something even bigger. Interesting.
5: Yeah. And there's just a whole bunch of, um, smaller companies that are doing smaller things that are just getting bought up by all of these, all of these companies right now. It's mm.
3: Yeah. It's and, easy to take that and, check, right? Oh yeah. It's a They're, small company. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah.
5: You're a small company. You're taking the check, but it just is going to keep consolidating the power. I, I work in fi- financial tech right now. I work mm-hmm. for a small financial tech company. I used to work for one of the biggest ones in Sophi. Um, but the but but Apple is is and Google and Microsoft are all going to be entering that same space. And I wouldn't be shocked to see them make a huge purchase of some of these um, major financial technical com- tech companies like. SoFi or VARO or these major financial tech banking companies, it's, it's going to be, I think they're going to be those, those top companies are going to start really reaching out into areas they haven't. Um, Apple's kind of their toe in that area with the Apple card but I think yeah I remember
1: in- uh, Google area. a couple of years ago was talking about offering banking services now they were teaming up with some bank in order to do that but they were interested in offering like checking accounts it's like Google too. pay right well, they already have Google Pay, right? right? So they did already dip their feet into that. But yeah. they were actually talking about offering checking accounts to wow. their users and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think you're right about this, Corey. It's an interesting observation. And I know that you know the, the history is if you see industries consolidating, things do get worse, as you pointed out. You don't have as much competition, so you don't have as many products in the marketplace. You don't have as much innovation. Uh, yep. And that is that just means a worse experience for the consumer
3: i was gonna say like innovation wise these big tech companies buy out buy out products that are better than theirs and just shut it down they do that and then they just continue to do their own projects so that way there's no competition
1: thanks Corey, for the call tonight man definitely appreciate hearing from you it's a a great point uh and that's i think something that we've been seeing just generally i mean we saw it in the radio industry back in the 1990s when uh the government quote unquote deregulated well, you know, that didn't mean they got rid of the FCC. What it meant was they allowed companies to buy more radio stations than they were previously allowed to buy. And so there was a huge round of consolidation where companies like what became Clear Channel, now known as iHeartMedia, were buying up mom and pop stations left and right. And same thing, you know, mom and pop are like, we'll take the check to get out of, you know, yeah. we'll go do it's something really else. It's really
2: sad that mom and pop stations are no longer available because they provide a lot of local coverage that is needed in the world. They do, and what's
1: interesting though is what we've seen sort of the fallout. We've had enough time to see the fallout from the consolidation in radio, uh, and what happened was these mega corporations, uh, iHeartMedia, again formerly known as Clear Channel and Cumulus, the two biggest players in radio, they got too big for their britches. Yeah, they weren't able to handle the debt load that they took on. They went bankrupt, and they, you know, they they came out of bankruptcy, right? So like they haven't been dissolved. But they're a fraction, you know, they're a shadow of the companies that they once were. They've been forced to, in a lot of cases, sell uh, some of their stations. So actually, what we've seen in recent years is. Some mom and pops are getting back into radio. They've, they're coming in and snapping up these stations from these mega companies that Good. have to sell them, essentially, to yeah. pay their debts. Hmm. Uh, and they're getting them at a fraction of the rates because you know a radio station just is not worth what it was worth in the 1990s. Back when they had no internet competition, back yeah. when there was no satellite radio. Um, now there's a lot of competition for radio, and the prices of a of a radio station. Yeah. you know, you're lucky. To, you're basically
3: paying the real estate prices.
2: Yeah, you're getting the throwing in the radio license for free. <laughs> that's that's actually a good thing when local radio is coming back. Yeah, I think well, it's it, important
3: though an emergency factor. You know, it's like you it can is. broadcast out something that's going on and everyone can hear it. Yeah, if and, it's
2: not too late,
1: too little, too late.
3: Yeah, and you can do it like on a smaller radio scale too, just to hit like your local neighborhood. But at least it's not like on this. This grid, this internet of things that's controlling, being controlled by the government. That's so. true.
1: Speaking of that, uh, we we're talking about these big tech companies. Did you guys hear about Amazon, their latest uh, robot? They've actually got an, an actual robot. So it used to be like the little doodad that you'd sit in a room somewhere. Now it can follow you around. Oh, wow. That's
3: creepy. Yeah. <laughs> there's With more cameras company. on it.
1: Yep. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, 603-283-6160. You can join us here on Free Talk Live. Is Free Talk Live, of course, you're welcome to join us here, the number 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160, I just, by the way, posted the video that we mentioned, I didn't play it on the air, just I've just seen so many cop takedowns, so many violent police videos, just yeah. tiresome sometimes, and it's it, it's, they're coming out of Australia every
3: single day. I'm surprised it's still coming out.
2: It's really sad that Australia has become a police state. I hope it doesn't happen here, but I guarantee you it will happen here.
1: Well, I mean, it's already happened here. It's just gotten so much worse. I mean, we are living in a police state, and we have been living in a police state for a very long
2: time. Oh, yeah, we've been living in a police state since 9-11. It's just people forgot about it. They got too used to the police state.
1: Yeah, they're throwing it up in your face right now. What were you saying, Joe?
3: No, uh, okay. yeah, I'm good. Okay,
2: it's
1: okay. Uh, so the, this video, I did post it on our social media, which you can follow us over on the Free Talk Live Mastodon. It is our own social media website. It's not run by Big Tech. I'm, we on, run,
2: yeah, I'm on, on, on the it. website.
1: We run the server. You post what you want there. Somebody asked me, uh, they found me on Twitter and they said, hey, I just got banned from a Mastodon server. And because Mastodon is centrally is not centrally controlled by like a big tech corporation, but right. each server can set their own rules. And uh, I don't know if it was a he or a she. I have no idea. Interesting. But uh, the person said they got banned for not safe for work content and they're looking for a place where they can post pornography. And I was like, I don't care. Put whatever you want on yeah. social.freetalklive.com. I mean, as long as as it's not illegal. Porn,
2: social.freetalklive.com.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. <laughs> Go for it. Um, and it's, so it's a website that we actually are in charge of and, and as of so far, there's been no reason to ban anybody except, except spammers. I do ban the spammers when they sign up and I notice, you know, some obvious spam account. Okay. I'm going to knock that out. Yeah. Uh, Please send news. So, nudes, or nudes no news okay <laughs> nice try Ian. <laughs> nice try <man. laughs> so uh, of course you can bring up anything you want again check out social.freetalklive.com and uh, you can follow us there in fact when you sign up you'll automatically follow some of the hosts of the show and if you don't like that well you can just undo it it's no problem uh so since i mentioned the amazon robot let me tell you a little bit about it here because there's just so much news uh, to cover amazon has introduced what they're calling astro during their fall product event this week. And uh, this story coming from CNBC.com. It is equipped with a rotating screen mounted onto a base with wheels. Amazon designed the robot to appear animated and friendly with eyes and expressive body movements. That
3: makes it all better.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, it makes it so much
1: better. That respond to user interaction. The robot can move on its own from room to room and is capable of navigating around objects on the floor or breaking to avoid colliding with obstacles such as a pet that moves into its path. A periscope camera attached to the base of the device can be raised or lowered to view objects that are high up. The uh, man here, I guess this is, let's see who this is. Somebody named Limp. I presume that is their Amazon's person. Quote, I've had this robot in my home for about a year and it does wonderful things. It's equipped with, of course, Amazon's Alexa voice assistant. It can set and deliver reminders, serve up entertainment such as TV shows or podcasts, and control smart home devices, among other tasks. So... It's basically a motorized Alexa is what it sounds like because, I mean, I've never had one of these things, but as I understand it, it can do all of those things for you, right?
2: I've never had one of these things either, but I don't know if I even want one.
1: The robot command uh, responds to commands, so if users say Astro Beatbox, the robot will make musical noises. Mm. It also has security and safety features through an integration with Amazon's smart home security subsidiary Ring. You know, that company that uh, was giving away information to law enforcement or oh, teaming up with law
2: that enforcement? that company?
1: Yeah, yeah giving them like... You. Like, giving them access to uh, Ring video feeds, because Ring, as I understand it, is, a, is primarily a device. It's a network. Is, it's like a front door yeah. doorbell thing, but it's got a camera in it.
3: It's networked. Yeah. You, you have it very vulnerably open to anybody. You know, like, it, anyone can, like, tap into it fairly easy. I mean, they're putting in securities and stuff like that, but it's still on the web. And this is, too, I guess, right?
1: It's it's absolutely I mean it's it's it basically it's a mix of all of Amazon's home products thrown together so they put ring in with uh, the Amazon Alexa it says it is capable of autonomously patrolling a user's home while they're away it can flag potential intruders and listen for things such as broken glass or smoke alarms via a feature called Alexa guard. For those worried about privacy, Amazon said Astro's camera, microphone, and motion sensors can be switched off just by pressing
2: a button. Oh, yeah, right. You believe that, right? Yeah. Um, kind of, but at the same time, I don't know if Amazon can switch it back on again. Of course. Why wouldn't they be able to? And it's
1: just like with your phone. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I can press a but, quote-unquote button in the software that says I'm turning off GPS. Right. But am I really turning off GPS? No. Or is it just showing me that GPS is turned off? And, you know, not allowing me to access the features of GPS? Because you damn well know if the government gang wants to get access to that information,
2: it's going to be available for them. Of course, and these companies will bend over backwards or forwards for the government.
3: Absolutely. I really want to try this uh, phone, the Pine Phone. It's got physical switches. No kidding. That oh, turns wow. off the camera, turns off the mic, and then the... Uh, the Wi-Fi. Oh wow! Yeah.
1: Now is this available, or is this one of it these things available. that's in development hell? And no, it's, you can know.
3: purchase them right now. Okay, what do they cost? Uh, between two hundred and I think two hundred, oh, like three hundred. The newer ones a little bit more. Do you know anyone who has one? No, I don't. I, so, I've been looking at uh, these types of phones. Is it and, Android? What is it running? Uh, it Android runs, it? I believe, a Linux software. Okay. okay. Yeah,
1: Android is Linux based, but so I presume that it's
3: it's not Android. I okay, know that.
1: interesting. Yeah. Uh, Pine phone? Pine said?
3: phone, yeah. No. It's
1: cheaper than the Amazon Long Astro. Word. You're going to drop $1,000 for nope, no, Amazon's no, little spy you. bot that they want <laughs> motoring around your home <laughs> and watching literally everything you do. It used to be that you just had their device in one room. Now it can go anywhere. So that's happening. Also, as I mentioned, uh, we had the the gentleman who called in from Utah who brought up inflation. And I said, hey, man, have you heard about the Dollar Tree? It's in the news. According to the Wall Street Journal- you can't sell things for a dollar anymore, at least not everything. It's no longer everything's a dollar. The buck has stopped at Dollar Tree Incorporated, the retailer which sells nearly everything for a dollar in its namesake chain, plans to add more products at slightly higher prices, highlighting the pressure on companies to offset cost increases
2: for a range of goods. So I do want to address this because some people might hear us talk about this coming financial meltdown and be like, are you guys are just spreading fear? I don't want to spread fear. I, I want don't either. to make you aware that this is coming. I want you to be prepared. I want you to have gold. Right. I want you to have crypto. I want you to be prepared. Have something because this financial meltdown is coming. It's I don't not want- coming. It's here. I mean oh, yeah. Yeah. it's we're in the
1: midst of it. It's one of those things where you don't really know something's happening until you look back and then hide sites twenty twenty. It's like, Oh right. yeah. Well, you can see that this is happening because of things like this, where yeah. you can't sell everything for a dollar anymore. You know, we've talked about how shrink happens in products. Yeah. Like, for instance, go to the grocery store and try to find a 64 ounce uh, jug of orange juice. You know, one of those uh, straight up, not cylindrical, but uh, the rectangular kind of. Uh, Okay. Containers of orange juice—they're not yeah. 64 ounces anymore. Uh, they're like 52, 55, 58. Oh, they're shrinking it. Yeah, they're adjusting shrink
3: prices. It. They
1: shrink. Well, that—that's how they avoid adjusting the price—is
3: they shrink right. yeah, the product.
2: Yeah, they gotta make sure they keep the product at the right size. So they but, can keep the price. But once you shrink the product so
1: much, you can't shrink it anymore. Yeah. You have to raise prices. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Dollar Tree is already at the bottom of the barrel as far as price is concerned. Yeah. So they're like, okay, I guess we have to raise prices. So now it's gonna be like a luck 50 tree we coming
0: up. After a devastating war, the alien visitors were driven back and their willing human collaborators were left behind to face the music. When Emma Jean Anderson's ex-lover springs her from prison, Nathan Foster and his 14-year-old nephew Ben are tasked with bringing the pair to justice. An easy enough job until they discover something is inside Emma Jean, and the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. The Family Business by Mike Coopery from Bain Books .com
1: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Coming up, why California is banning gas power generators or maybe I guess it's not a done deal yet. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about that. That was the story you brought in tonight, Riley. With yep. you tonight, it's Ian, and Joa, and Riley. We're talking about inflation right now, and actually, somebody called in about consolidation and inflation happening uh, throughout the economy right now, and you know, in recent months, and coming up soon. I'm sure more of it. It was what his prediction was, and I can't say I disagree with him. And a perfect example in case you needed another one of how bad inflation is right now, is not even Dollar Tree can continue offering everything for a dollar. I just, want,
2: I just want to point this out. I think I pointed it last, out last night, but the dollar does not buy what it did 100 years ago, or even 50 years, or or even 20 years ago. Nope. People need to understand that this is happening. Inflation is happening. It is not acceptable. It is... It is more acceptable to have something that holds its value over generation after generation after generation.
1: And there are options, you know, that you can you can do, as you mentioned earlier, Riley, uh, you know, using precious metals or cryptocurrency. That's a way to get your value out of the dollar and put it into something that is both useful and could hold its value. It seems like it's more likely to hold its value over time because you guaranteed the dollar is going to go down in value. And this oh, yeah. is a perfect example. And because the
3: value is so low, people don't want to work for these low wages that doesn't have a purchasing power when they get their check-in into the week. And my uh, my opinion is if you're going to go apply for one of these jobs that, I mean, everywhere is hiring right now, especially in New Hampshire, is put a number higher than what they're what they're offering. They might take it. Yeah, take, just just say $30 an hour cuz they're do it. so
1: desperate. They're so desperate for workers. Yeah. It's crazy.
3: They just want you there and you 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 do them a service by keeping things flowing faster and who knows? Maybe they, they, I find this is like uh you know, how far can they find all, all the disobedient people and the disobedient people are just not going to work for these wages. Obedient ones are.
1: Yep. Dollar Tree says, according to the Wall Street Journal, it will be selling products at $1.25 to $1.50 or other prices slightly above $1 in some of its stores, expanding current tests, selling items at higher price points as supply chain snarls. And I got a story about that, too. There's over 500,000 shipping containers still waiting ...to be processed off the California coastline. Holy cow, 500,000? huge numbers, and uh, that's going to affect the products on, or rather off, the shelves... ...at your local grocery stores and department stores and wherever else. Wow. Uh, Tight labor market and inflation, of course, are pushing costs higher. The discounter has experimented with selling items for $3 and $5 since 2019... ...in a shelf section labeled Dollar Tree Plus... Those tests continue in a few hundred of its roughly $7,900 Dollar Tree stores. The addition of more more above $1 items is a response to rising costs and positive consumer feedback on tests so far. According to the chief executive of Dollar Tree, Michael Witinski. with the above one price point, the company can now offer new products such as more frozen meat or seasonal items, which could ensure copper, uh, coppers, shoppers <laughs> spend more per trip. He said, he says, we recognize the need to make adjustments in the current economic environment. The pressure on all of us are seeing on wages, freight, and our suppliers and cost increases. I mean, it's got to be tough to run one of these stores yeah. anytime because you're dealing with such, you know. Now
3: they're adding a plus, Dollar Tree plus. Yeah. It should be an asterisk. And then, like, it's small <laughs> letters below it, inflation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're already talking about a store where they pay, they got to be paying bottom of the barrel rates oh sure yeah if you're working at a dollar tree you're probably making less than most other jobs in the area because there's just not i mean i understand they're selling items i'm sure they're making a keystone on or you know they're doubling their money in a lot of cases but it's getting harder and harder for them to do and it's not like they can just easily take a very very low kind of margin business model and then double their employees wages no way yeah. I don't know. I, it's going to get harder and harder for them to find people, so they at, they have to raise prices. And, of course, That's people nice. are going to support it because they understand. They're going to keep yeah. shopping there because it's still going to be cheaper than everywhere else. But yeah. It's a sign
2: of the times. It That's is. really what is. is, and it's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. If it gets better.
3: Yeah.
1: There's not much. I mean, there's more to the story, but there's really no, no reason to share any of the, uh, the details. If you want to read the whole thing, I'll post it over on our social media at social. live. I'm not
3: sure about the uh, dollar tree, but like dollar general, I know they're independently owned. And so I would have like supported based on a principle right now. Like, you know, it, we don't need a bunch of these places open if it, you can't fill the, you know the the, the jobs there. Mm-hmm. Let's let, let a let a couple of them shut down, but let's be picky about it. Let's encourage the things that we want to see in our society, in our community. Uh, and I would suggest instead of going to those places, it's all junk food. Go to your farmers market, support your local sure. farms. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I
1: mean, you know, sometimes you just want a cheap. Thing sure. that you're just gonna get rid of or whatever, and you don't need to spend a lot of money on it. There's a reason that these stores exist. Yeah, um, uh, you know, maybe some people are doing their grocery shopping at Dollar oh, Tree. Geez. That is a bad plan. Yeah. I know. It really
2: is a bad plan
1: <laughs> for wow. sure. For sure. But you know, if I need, you know, want a bag of cinnamon candy or something like that, jump into the sure Dollar sure. You go into the movies or something.
3: Yeah, that's the only reason why I like would go to those places. Right. It's like it's right next to the movie theater. Exactly. Stuff my, you know, my my sweatshirt up. <laughs>
1: Although, are people going to the movies anymore? When's the last time you went to the movie theater? I don't
3: wear masks, sorry.
1: No, they're not requiring it anymore. Oh, they're not? No.
3: Nope. Okay, well, so I'm not going to go.
1: Yeah. Actually, we i do not going to support Hollywood. We so. did go uh, recently. Aria and I, we went to see uh, Free Guy. Oh, yeah. Which was
2: pretty entertaining. That I've was heard a, good a one. lot of good things about that movie from a friend of mine.
1: Yeah, I, I summed it up as like the Truman show for the Z generation, mm. basically. Or, okay. f-
3: you know, it's like when AI looks back at it, and I'm not I'm trying to spoil anything, but Free Guy. They're like, yeah, that's where we came from, video games.
1: When, oh, and when AI looks <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. All right, the number six zero three Let's talk about uh, California. Riley, you brought this story in from the Foundation for Economic Education. It's one of my favorite
2: sites when it comes to economic stuff.
1: And then on the way, we'll get a little bit of good news from from California from you, Joe, because yeah. it's not all bad news coming out of California, although mostly uh, it is because it's like one of the least free places in the united states but the headline from fee is why california's move to ban gas power generators and lawn equipment could leave californians in the dark california legislators have not only cut ties with reality failing to see that they're heading for even more blackouts they also want to cut their citizens last lifeline to reliable power when the blackouts inevitably occur now if we've been if you've been listening to this show for the last few years at least you've heard us covering these california blackouts and the reasons why they're happening is like it's it's a mystery. Why
2: yeah. can't California's power companies keep the power on? Well, I- well, for one, I guess a lot of them are more centrally controlled. Number two, water is an issue, and maybe some of them use water generate water dams to power their generators. And the other thing is too, government has been interfering with. The power companies so much.
3: Yes.
1: Well, that would be the most accurate statement, uh, Riley. And your first two good speculation, but not actually the supposed reason. In oh. California, they uh, because of your third reason, government involvement. The power companies are, of course, very centralized, very you know centrally controlled. They can't change anything about their business model without asking the government first. And so what's happened there, as I recall from discussing this within the last few years, is because of all this central control, the power company wanted to raise its rates and the California government didn't want them to. And one of the reasons they wanted to raise their rates was because they needed the money to perform maintenance tasks on like, the power lines. Mm-hmm. And one of the maintenance tasks is doing things like clearing brush, which
2: doesn't happen very much i'm imagining in california
1: well it would if they could pay for it and sure. apparently they can't even though they're you know they make all this money or whatever they can't afford to pay f- they claim right they can't afford to pay for the the, con- the continuing maintenance that's necessary yeah. on the areas around these power lines so if you don't clear the brush and the you know the right. detritus and the trees and the dead you know whatever away from the power lines well guess what that's fire, is a fire happen. hazard oh yeah absolutely and, and, and that stuff
2: is really dry and it's gonna burn hot and it's right. going to
1: burn fast and then neighborhoods burn down that are oh, nearby yeah. and then you get serious you know problems and threats to life and limb that, and so that's on. that's
3: certainly a factor um what i was watching with recent tv i guess it was a year ago and they did another uh, video three months ago about it is that there's too many mandates that forces uh communities into certain percentages of using alternatives like wind and solar and uh that's what's forcing it to be expensive.
1: Let's get into it, because there's a lot of factors here, and now they want to ban gas power generators right when you need them. It's Free Talk Live.
4: Yeah. It is
1: Free Talk Live, and of course, you can bring up what you want. The number here is 603-283-6160. If you're out in California still, you poor bastard, uh, you can call in and tell us about you know, what's happening. Because we're about to get into the story from the Foundation for Economic Education about a potential ban on gas-operated generators and apparently lawn equipment. Because, uh they're crazy. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it here. But with you tonight it's Ian, Joa, and Riley. And of course you can bring up anything you want. The number is 603-283-6160. Also, we've told you about InnerCoin. It can help any business and organization launch your own currency or raise money using your own token and now intercoin.org has launched worldwide so if there's a token that you want to launch or an app that you want to build for your community then go to intercoin.org enter your email and the team will get in touch and learn about your needs and while you're there you can also get some intercoin investor tokens for yourself head over to intercoin.org so the story here, Riley, you brought it in from FEE, the Foundation for Economic Education, FEE.org, writing about the uh, the situation in California where they're literally having blackouts regularly. Because what happened like a year or two ago was the power company said, hey, look, uh, the government won't let us raise the rates. We need to raise the rates so we can start taking better care of the power lines for whatever reason they claim they weren't able to with the current amount of money they had coming in. And whether they're telling the truth or not, who knows, you, you know, who knows where the the truth tellers are, if there are any in these in these situations. But who knows? But uh, the blackouts were happening because they, you know, they're having these fires. And so if there's a, a situation, they have to turn off the power in, in order to avoid hopefully having a fire in that area, as I understand it. Yeah. And and so, you know, they. They're turning off power regularly to various different areas in in
3: California. That's scary that they can just decide. Oh, we have to turn the power off. You yeah, know, it's like
1: it some people died as a result of that because, right. like you know, yeah. if you're on life support, right, and your your life support machines aren't sitting on a hefty battery backup, and your power goes down for a day, yep, you're you're dead. Yeah, at that point. So now they're trying to give people notice of when it's going to happen and, okay, well, you better prepare for this or whatever.
3: But good luck uh, using your generator.
1: The rest of us don't have to live in that situation because it's not California. So if you're in Nevada or Utah or whatever, they're not doing that in those states. That didn't happen in St. George,
2: did it? No, it it did not happen in St. George. I mean, we have some really crazy fire seasons at times, but... I think Utah's a little better at clearing the land and managing it a little better. So, uh, this is a story again. Fee.org.
1: Excuse me, says your landscaper. The mower's out of juice. Mind if I plug it in? You look from the immobile machine to your half-cut lawn. Outlet's over there, you tell them. But let's knock $20 off your fee. What are we up to now? $0.25 a kilowatt hour? Welcome to the future. Welcome to California. The state, committed to net zero emissions by 2045, is moving to ban sales of gas-powered landscaping equipment as nearly as early as 2024. This is not the first attempt. Politicians tried and failed to do the same thing in 2003. And since then, more than half of homeowners in the state have swapped out their consumer-grade equipment for, quote, zero emission equipment, unquote.
3: Wow. That's the big problem here.
1: Battery powered weed whackers, leaf blowers, hedge clippers, chainsaws, and even lawn mowers. Now let me tell you, I've actually got some of these things. Yeah. Uh we got a battery operated lawn mower a few years ago here on the property. The old gas powered one had died and you know I'm like, I hate lawnmowers. They're always breaking down. <laughs> There's always some sort of issue. I hate lawns uh just yeah. generally. Yeah. And yeah, the electric one is more expensive but i was willing to give it a shot i wanted to see how the technology was you know yeah. give it give it a try and it's nice and quiet it's a yeah. neat it's a neat little experience
3: doesn't putter. doesn't no leave exhaust
2: it doesn't smell horrible yeah, it
1: doesn't have those ho- horrible problems that uh, the gas powered equipment does now it doesn't have the same staying power right so if you've got an even moderately sized yard there's a good chance the battery
2: that it comes with
3: right, not isn't
2: going to cut it.
3: Right.
1: Uh, It's
2: not going to make it all the way through. So I just want to make something, make a point real quick. I'm not opposed to having clean environments. I don't think anyone in their right mind is. Sure. That being said, I do not think the government has a right to mandate that people use electric, uh, solar power or electric cars or anything like this. I think it should be bottom up, not top down. Yeah. Make it, interesting make it worth it make it attractive
1: on its own volition it attracted me i didn't you know i'm not some sort of crazy granola crunching environmentalist hippie or anything like that
3: yeah you don't need the other stuff
1: i'm in the market i was in the
2: market for a a new lawnmower and i looked at the options like all right let's try this now if you're a granola chump uh granola uh Eating hippie and you are in favor of the environment. There's no problem with that as long as you're not using the government to enforce your yes. environmentalism on yeah. me. Let
1: the right. market decide these things, and that's the thing. If these are really good products, then the market will show the and way.
3: Like the market has decided that, like the gas uh, c- containers with the not the new nozzle, government-approved nozzles. Thanks a lot, Ralph Nader. Oh, I hate
1: those things. Was, yeah, like was he, are, input, was he involved in that? Yeah, he was the main component oh or
3: spokesperson for it. <laughs> But um yeah, it's it's so ridiculous if anyone obviously there's a lot of people out there listening that have used gas cans without it. Those but, things have
1: gotta be worth money. Like yeah. a, like well, a gas can, can from the eighties or something well, like that. Well you can
3: buy the nozzles like on Amazon or oh, other places. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think you can find them really in stores unless like that state is 'cause like,
1: they're not they're not allowed to sell them,
3: right? I, I guess. And they I think they might be labeled under a different name or something like mm-hmm. that. Like but uh yeah, that
1: drives those things drive me nuts. Yeah, If they I come across break, one of those things.
3: They spill Yeah, like this is exactly the things that they were trying to avoid. Because they're so complicated. Yeah, and like you don't want pressure of gas. It's like all these. The government just like overlooked all the safety hazards and created new uh, like hazards problems. Yeah, Yeah. and maybe that's why they're trying to ban it because people are uh, fiddling with those mechanisms and then burning a little bit of brush and ends up causing a lot more problems.
1: So they say many make the switch to the, again, battery-operated lawn equipment, because although they're lower-powered and less reliable, uh, they say, referring to the batteries dying... Battery-powered equipment is less noisy, and that's what prompted Mayor Stuart Welch of Mountain Brook, Alabama, to begin switching his town's tools over to electric. The bellow of leaf blowers disturbed his tennis game with a friend who, as chance would have it, had previously complained about the town's noisy equipment. (laughs) The city then spent $18,000 over the last year outfitting its public works crew with electric trimmers, blowers, and more. Who is the city? The city is a criminal enterprise of uh, strangers that rules by the threat of violence. Oh, a
3: gang uh, usually wearing, uh, <laughs> you know, similar colors. That and a logo. Like yeah, a gang oh sign. yeah.
2: And, and shiny badges. Shiny
3: badges. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the city has spent 18000 as I said. According to uh, Black & Decker, sales of the company's electric yard equipment jumped 75% between 2015 and 2020. But although a lot of people are making the switch of their own accord, they're not doing it fast enough, according to California's Legislative Assembly. And by the way, you know, again, market demand is... Sp- Bird on by a variety of different factors. Oh, sure. Gas prices start going up. Yeah. That's going to be, and they are going up, that's going to be another factor that's going to make somebody think when it's time to replace that lawnmower, it's like, do Do I really want to buy another gas powered mower or do I want something that's battery powered? Right. And that's the other thing is like, Every time you want to go, you know, mow the lawn, it's like, oh crap, the the can's empty. Now you got to make an extra yeah. trip to the gas station and then fill up the can, and then go back home and then fill the thing up, and then it won't start, and then you got to pull the thing a hundred times and yeah. prime the. Th- you know, it's just such well, a hassle.
3: It would be like a like a, a miracle if they just like released a bunch of people from jail that knew how to cultivate something that had alternatives <laughs> to fuel. Oh no, that would weed powered
1: uh like weed fuel Oh I didn't think about weed and not <laughs> yeah. think about weed. What were you thinking of? <laughs> no, it was hemp. weed. It was weed. Yeah, you think of hemp, yeah. right?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, hemp. Hemp is actually really great.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing uh product, there's no doubt about
2: it. And actually isn't hemp
1: basically legal for products now in the United States?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can buy it. The biggest, In Vermont is uh, legal uh, for hemp growth. Uh, growing.
1: The biggest holdouts are those who do landscaping for a living and for good reason. The author here at Fee says he searched Husqvarna's site Website high and low for battery runtime for its 550 IBTX, which one landscaper reviewed as the best electric blower on the market for 469 dollars. Not bad, I thought. After lots of searching about the battery, I gave up and contacted support. Turns out it doesn't come with one. Oh, the wow! Lo- <laughs> the lowest price option will cost landscapers an extra 300 dollars and last between 30 and 60 minutes. Yikes! The one wow! The as- yeah, the one the associate recommended though cost 969 dollars. More than double the cost of the blower itself, and it lasts quote up to three point five hours if you run it in normal mode, which is half the power of right. their gas blower for four hundred and fifty nine bucks. I'm mm.
3: sure that you know those batteries uh, have a have a life to them because you're sure. pulling a lot of electricity to, to run it. So yeah. So how, how many charges wear. do you get out of it? How right. Long,
1: if you're out there every day doing landscaping, yeah. is it gonna die on you after a year? You know, that's another important Maybe they question.
3: need, like, gas-powered generators on site to charge them. What does
1: it cost per <laughs> per,
3: <laughs>
1: per day, you know, to operate one of these things? Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. Because it's one thing if you just mow your lawn every couple weeks. Then you're only using the device, you know, every now and then. Right. If you're a professional who's out every day on people's lawns, yes. it's yeah, it's going to be costly. Yeah, we'll talk about what they're cl- planning on doing here in California, possibly banning this gas-powered equipment. Come up.
6: This message is for you if you are a polyamorous person or you're in an open relationship and you are struggling with jealousy, loneliness, and communication problems. Hello, my name is Jeremy West, and I am a polyamory coach with degrees in psychology and communications and five years of experience with polyamory. And for a limited time, I'm teaching a free online class just for polyamorous people or people in open relationships where you will discover a new, simpler, and unique way to uncover the secret. That experienced poly people know about jealousy that you must know too. Stop feeling lonely when your partner is out with another partner and use the four key elements that will change the way you communicate forever. No more crying yourself to sleep when you're alone for a night, a weekend, or longer and wondering if it's better to go back to a monogamous relationship. Sound good? Well then, go to jeremywest.net slash free class and register for my class now. Again, that's jeremywest.net slash free. Free class, jeremywest.net slash free class.
0: Free Talk
1: Live. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. Phones are open. If you want to join us here, you can. The number is 603 283 6160. 603-283-6160 603-283-6160 with you in the studio tonight it's ian
2: joa and riley
1: we're talking about the uh, situation out in california which of course gets crazier and crazier by the day now they're talking about banning all gas powered lawn equipment and also generators because environment or something Yeah. They want to do a a 2045 deadline for a total net zero emissions. And in order to have net zero emissions,
2: you can't have gas operated anything. Right. So let's talk about these batteries they're using. I'm imagining they're lithium ion batteries right now. Or something. How are these batteries made? Are they recyclable? Recyclable? Can we continue using lithium-ion batteries without damaging the Earth? Y-
3: yes, we can, and Elon Musk said that we were going to have to shake the hands with warlords in... in, uh, <laughs> in, in uh, uh, What's uh, the... Not the combo. What is it? Uh,
1: in Africa? Yeah, in Africa.
3: Huh. Uh, Congo? Congo. Congo. Uh, either got going to have shake hands with warlords mm. or conquer them and mm. then take the... Take know, their resources. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, making the these batteries
1: is expensive. And you can tell because the batteries themselves are very expensive. Now, yeah. look, um, necessity being the mother of invention. There's a good chance, and especially if marketplaces are demanding better battery technology, they're going to get it. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find ways. I think we were reading a story a year ago or something about how somebody discovered you could make power out of uh, you know common beach sand like that there's a way to to turn that into a battery. Oh, well, interesting. And like it would be a very effective battery or something. So, you know, there's there's a lot of interesting developments that are out there that are on the either near or far horizon as far as battery power is concerned. So, yeah. I personally I mean, I'm not really worried about it and and that's the thing is like I don't freak out about what's going to happen to the environment because I think that nature is way bigger than than man. I think I th- they're
3: going to find more efficient ways of dealing with uh, lithium ion, especially with the carbon tubing uh, sure, technology absolutely. coming out. I what's have- that? Carbon tubing. Carbon tubes are molecular structure carbon uh, arrays mm-hmm. that they can form them into tubes, so they can run, uh, you know, say electricity through them, hmm. uh, almost like a an insulator. For very, very small parts. So robots are going to get a lot smaller, surgeries and all kinds of other things. I mean, they're
1: already, they've got robots that are micro, you know, they're in your bloodstream, nanotechnology,
3: right? Yeah, and they, that's, they'll be essentially those bots would be building uh, nano, carbon Mm. nanostructures in your body to No, protect you, supposedly.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're on the cusp of some pretty crazy technological advancements. And what we don't need is the government mandating any one particular direction. And that's where the real problem comes in. Because who are these bureaucrats and politicians to be able to pick a winner? Exactly. Yeah,
2: that's
3: essentially what they're doing here. And that's
2: the thing is people need to realize that these politicians pick the winners and the losers in the market.
3: Yeah, especially like like I was going to bring up this article about the, you know, the cannabis... uh, uh, you know, the, the people that have been prosecuted and thrown in jail for the last 15 years, they're finally getting a chance in California. In California. Yeah. So they already have released uh, 66,000 people, but they're about to release another 58,000. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, these might be cultivating charges. And guess what? You're going to have a flood of cultivators out there.
1: And are they going to nullify their records as well? Uh, I, we'll get yeah, in, let's get yeah. into it here in a, in a bit. Uh, but we just want to continue here on the Foundation for Economic Education on this. Situation where people are looking at a total ban for these various different uh, gas-powered equipment. Again, the state of California is looking to go to a net zero emissions by 2045. And according to the story here, this... Okay, they're moving to ban sales, so they haven't yet done it but they're trying to ban gas-powered landscaping equipment as soon as 2024.
3: They're also uh, really strong California that is uh, trying to ban uh, or reduce the use of coal, uh, electricity, or other like uh, combusting uh, forms of uh, generating electricity, like power plants and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So that's another... Actually, that's a big reason why the blackouts are occurring. Uh, reason TV was covering this, I think I mentioned earlier, but mm-hmm. that's really where it's happening is that it was over-mandated... Uh, technology that they're forcing the community to just go along with, and you know, you oh, sorry, no, that power plant shut down, but you're gonna have to reduce your usage as they sit in their ivory towers with you know they got plenty of power. Oh yeah, they've got
2: plenty of power. They've got their big screens. Yeah. Some
1: landscapers make the electric technology work, and we're talking about electric versus gas uh, landscaping products. And not just those whose equipment is paid for by taxpayers, like in Mountain Brook. Chris Regis is the owner of Florida-based lawn care company SunTech. He's able to actually charge customers up to ten to twenty percent more if he provides them with all-electric lawn care. Because remember, we we're talking about how much more expensive yeah. buying batteries is for. So they the got to subsidize
3: this. You saying?
1: and And he says, those are people who are willing to pay extra. They don't care. They just say, "I don't want the noise." And these are much quieter equipment so, Fair enough. yeah, So they're willing to pay the extra for it. And he says, uh, this is all power to them? That's how free markets work." Given the numbers above, though, it would take a lot of lawns to make up the initial investment with only a 10 or 20% upcharge. But Regis's investment is far greater. He's outfitted the company's vans with solar panels for recharging batteries on the go. Each van cost him about $100,000. Wow. Reflecting on how much longer the same work now takes him, uh, Jimmy Lane of Mountain Brooks Crew asked, Are we looking at dollars and cents? That's an even more pertinent question in california where energy prices are the highest in the continental united states it's 23.11 cents per kilowatt hour to get power in california as of june of this year gas is more expensive there too in large part because of their penalizing policies but researchers predict electricity prices can only rise in the golden state thanks to a host of factors prices are high in part because the size of the state increases transmission costs, as do wildfires on mismanaged public lands that have knocked out critical infrastructure requiring replacement. But the biggest contributor to the high prices is the state's push to adopt wind and solar, which require big, upfront investments, but nonetheless necessitate a reliable backup for when the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing. The problem came to the fore in 2020 for when... For two days, California's three big energy companies instituted rolling blackouts across the state where the grid could not meet demand. It was a self-inflicted wound. Given the state's environmental restrictions, many coal-fired power plants are being decommissioned. And thanks to irrational fears, they're not being replaced with clean, reliable nuclear energy either.
3: It's as if they don't want people to live there. And these are going to be more of the reasons why people don't want to live there. Yeah. So, how many days per month are you gonna deal with
1: having no power before you're like get out, let's get out of here yeah, I mean, yeah the, there's nice looking women here, but
2: let's go, you know <laughs> I wouldn't deal with it that's for sure i'm i'd I'd be
3: gone I mean, you don't even know if they're women now It's <laughs> 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 a good point. Uh, so,
1: again, all these restrictions are forcing taxpayers to subsidize massive investments in, quote, renewables. And power companies make up much of the state's inevitable shortfalls by buying energy from more reliable fossil fuel plants in neighboring states. Unfortunately for Californians, in August of 2020, when the sunset and solar farms went offline, these companies realized they'd miscalculated how big the shortfall would be. Western states were in a grip of a heat wave, and as Californians reached for their AC dials, they lost power all together. Mm, that's really bad. Because if it's hot in uh, in California, it's hot in Nevada. Yep. And the Nevadans are going to use their power first. Oh, sure. And if they have anything extra, sure, they'll sell it to California <laughs> for 10 times or five <laughs> times as much or whatever. And so guess what? Your power bill in California is going to go up, 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 up. Yep. Losing power is no minor inconvenience, particularly when you live in what's naturally a desert, and especially when it's more than 100 degrees outside. It's not just that people can't charge their Teslas or their mowers. One study in 2020 concluded that more than 5,500 Americans lose their lives due to extreme heat annually. Climate-related deaths are a key indicator of low climate resilience, the ability of a locale to deal with extreme temperatures and weather, and of course, climate resilience is directly dependent on plentiful, affordable, reliable energy. But increasingly, that's what California is doing away with in favor of the expensive, unreliable energy. Unsurprisingly, the poor suffer the most. Research done in 2020 shows that many in Los Angeles can't afford air conditioners. And many who have them can't afford to run them because electricity prices are
3: now so high. That's a sure sign of inflation right there.
1: Yep, it is. absolutely. uh, There's more coming up here and government manipulation in the marketplace. And they... They're, like they said, they're hurting the poor people the most, and that means you're going to have more poor people literally dying of heat exhaustion. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Phones are open, as always, here. If you're stuck... For whatever reason, living in California, a lot of people have been leaving, especially recently, with the insanity of the COVID crackdowns going on out there, and it's, that's not going to get any better anytime soon. Uh, Good reasons to get out. Another good reason is you may not even be able to have a gas lawnmower soon if the government goons get their way. We'll tell you more about that. Uh, It's a story Riley brought in tonight. With you tonight, it's Ian.
3: Joa.
2: And Riley. And
1: Bitcoin.com's the best source to go to learn about cryptocurrency. Riley, you had suggested earlier tonight... People need to get out of the dollar. They need to look into alternatives like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. And Absolutely, you can do that over at Bitcoin.com. You got to do the education part first. You don't just jump into this without looking, without yeah. learning. Take some time. Click Get Started at the top of the page over at Bitcoin.com. It'll take you to some information, very very valuable info, including uh, introductory videos that you can watch. I think one of them, the first one, is three minutes long. So if all you got is five minutes, you we got yeah. you covered. Uh, go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started, and get, get started. And then, you know, if you feel like it, watch some more and learn more. You can you can consume as much as you want about this technology. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, but that's a good place to get started. And if you're not brand new, you want to get the latest news headlines, get over to news.bitcoin.com, and they will clue you in as to what's going on in the world of cryptocurrency.
3: Yeah, I would say one of the biggest mistakes people do getting into it is they uh, get a private message from Elon Musk and here, <laughs> buy some crypto. Send uh, me one Bitcoin, I'll (laughs) send you two back. Yeah, (laughs) don't do
1: that. Yeah,
3: Yeah, be wary about what you do, and you know, get to get knowledgeable before you uh, invest and or. Oh, yeah. savings
1: well yeah being your own bank essentially is what bitcoin and cryptocurrency allows you to yeah. do is cut out the middleman with money but that also means you're relying on yourself to yeah. be smart absolutely and not get taken advantage of so yeah right. you do need to use some caution buyer beware yeah and take the time to you know learn the lay of the land a little bit before you jump in but bitcoin.com can help you with that now coming up we'll get into a little bit of good news joe about california we're, we're giving some of the bad stuff but they are yes, going to be yeah. letting some people out of prison maybe nullifying some uh, some records and if you're getting out of prison in california go ahead and get the hell out yeah just leave yeah, don't bother <laughs> if they're not forcing you to stay there on probation plan to move somewhere else
3: or start growing hemp and uh create alternative fuel for uh this uh pending market of gas bandage so yeah
1: they're, <laughs> they're looking at banning gas operated uh various different gas operated things including uh, lawn equipment but that's not all the story over at fee.org continues Saying that California is doing away with reliable energy. Yeah. You know, whether you like it or not, a gasoline engine is going to get the job done most of the time and do it relatively low cost yeah. compared to some of these newer technologies. Now, that's not to say the newer tech won't become more affordable in the future, but as Riley pointed out, it should not be done at the force of the government, that the government should exactly. not be mandating these things.
2: The reason why the government can't be and shouldn't be mandating these things is because they're choosing the winners and losers and they're forcing you to adopt technology that may not even be ready for prime time. Yeah, Yeah, as
1: they're finding out here when they're having huge blackouts because the power grid, they're shutting down coal-fired power plants and what they're replacing it with ain't cutting the mustard. It sounds
3: like they're trying to save face for all these investing they did with taxpayer dollars already with the wind and the solar and all that because, you know... They have to make sure that these things are uh, being used and proven to work. So the only way they can prove it to work is if they ban everything that's competing with it. Yep.
1: They say that with started uh, startling short-sightedness, the state assembly has sent Ga- Gavin Newsom, that's a governor there, a bill that will effectively eliminate a go-to backup Gas power generators. This bill lumps gas power generators in with the offending landscaping equipment and all other small off-road engines, referring to them as SOARS, S-O-R-E-S. They love their acronyms. It encourages, quote-unquote, the California Air Resources Board, which is the state's kind of EPA, to adopt cost-effective pro- cost and technologically feasible regulations to prohibit engine exhaust and evaporative emissions from new small off-road vehicles, and to consider expected availability of zero-emission generators. Such generators do exist, but they are far more expensive, generate far less power, and most need to be recharged after just a few hours. Wow! What is the point of that? How are you going to have a... And a a battery-operated generator?
3: Right. I wonder how much more gas they have to spend if they're even using gas for the vehicle because this equipment's heavier. Like, battery, this Very battery is, is a lot heavier. Yeah. So, you're going to have to have a truck that's going to run more gas to get to these locations. It just doesn't seem feasible. I don't think these uh, these cargo vans or these uh, landscaping vans and trailers, they, they're they not really fuel-efficient Uh, And more you put into them, heavier it is, it's going to make it worse, right?
1: Effectively, I didn't even know that battery-operated generators work. I mean, I guess it makes sense that they even existed because it seems so pointless. Like, why would you want a battery-operated generator that requires being on the power grid to continue operation? How else are you going to recharge the thing? You can't use gas. Right. That's the whole idea behind a generator is you have something besides the power grid that you can rely on. Yeah, these
3: are like large battery banks yeah. is what yep. you're talking about. Yeah. And like you're, just plugging into your Tesla vehicle. Yeah, you, know.
2: you definitely could buy a solar generator, but they are really expensive.
3: And it's not going to
2: do much
1: because the, the tech isn't there yet. You're yeah, not going to be able to run really not. the whole house. Off of solar, you'll be able to run a few things, but right. they say consider the Goal Zero Yeti 3000 X. It costs thirty four hundred dollars, and an additional two hundred fifty dollar kit allows you to use it as a battery backup for your home. After all that, you can power a single refrigerator for less than two point five days. Wow, that's it one refrigerator, that's and not that
2: enough of- for a household.
1: No. and that of course drops if you want to say power a few light bulbs. By contrast, a Duramax XP one or ten thousand HX can power your whole home, lights, appliances, AC system, continuously running on either gasoline or propane, and it costs just fourteen hundred dollars. Mm. When the power went out last August, says Colin Blackwell of El Dorado Hills, California, quote, we went out and bought an eight hundred dollar generator so we would have the fridge powered up in the garage at least and be able to have food and everything in the house. Mark Galloway of Cameron Park says he lives in a mountain community where losing power is fairly common. He says you should have something. So having the backup generator and things like that, I think it's on you to really take care of that. It's not like it's something you can't plan for. But if AB 1346, this new prohibition on generators, gas generators, is signed into law, going out and buying an $800 generator will no longer be an option. California legislators have not only cut ties with reality, failing to see that they're heading for ever more blackouts, they also want to cut their citizens' last lifeline to reliable power when these blackouts inevitably occur. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go to Home Depot and come home
2: with a battery-operated generator and start running your household appliances. No, it's really not going to be an effective solution, and California is not even thinking about this at least the government isn't they right? don't care no they don't they can yeah. to live in their ivory tower yeah
1: if somebody did bring this up to them which i'm sure it will be at whatever you know commission hearing that hears this particular bill and, and maybe it won't pass but it gives you an idea of the things that happen mm-hmm. in california they'll just shrug their shoulders Say I, well, I can bad. see
3: this as a big marketing scheme too. Like you know how introduces the,
1: the other generators.
3: Well, yeah, they, I can see them like you know a bunch of propane tanks outside, but instead you have a bunch of uh, battery electric charged uh, generators inside. That, that's crazy. That's what we're gonna be buying now.
1: So they say California is committing energy suicide, and if you are staying there, you are asking for punishment at yeah. this point. You should start planning to leave. If you're a libertarian, you ought to move to New Hampshire. We'll give you reasons why to do that. Coming up, it's Free Talk Live.
6: Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values?
1: talk live open phones if you want to join us the number 603-283-6160 in the studio you've got in joa and riley get your digital tickets now for liberty in our lifetime it's an event hosted by the free private cities foundation and although physical tickets are sold out you can still get your virtual tickets at lifetime liberty.com now what is it it's a new event exploring projects happening right now around the world that are working to achieve a lofty goal of securing freedom in our lifetime speakers are from crypto valley prospera the seasteading institute and more they'll be speaking at this october 16th event that's coming up fast get your digital tickets now at lifetime liberty.com you can see what people are doing all around the planet to create voluntary societies with a live-and-let-live live attitude at LifetimeLiberty.com. Joe, give us a little bit of good news. Not that anyone needs any reason to move to California. <laughs> sure. Uh, but nonetheless, we'll balance out the terrible news with something good. What, what's going on? I right think
3: there? a lot of people are going to be leaving, and that's because yeah. they're getting out of their jails. And um, Yeah, don't stay. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and I, I guess um, L.A. County has already released 66,000 people. And it'll be a total of hundred and twenty five thousand uh when they release the next I guess fifty eight thousand. Numbers this are not is correct, Just LA County. Just LA just County. Just LA County, yeah. Yeah. So oh my God, prosecutors it's... in Los Angeles will dismiss around fifty eight thousand cannabis convictions in an attempt to reverse the injustice of America's decade a decades long war on drugs. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's it's pretty substantial. Um and a, a lot of these people were found guilty of just cannabis-related offenses. Not le- like n- there's no crime, right? They really. didn't rob a convenience store or something, right? Like that. They, they just, just
2: possessed a certain plant that the government said you couldn't have. Now,
1: are they only they're only doing possession here? They're not letting people out who were selling it. They're not letting
3: people out who were growing it, right? Um, well, I think uh, I'm not really sure on that. Um, I'll read more here. Okay, uh, this sends the right signal to the community that the nation was wrong in its war on marijuana. And that criminal convictions for marijuana offenses have a disproportionately negative impact on the communities of color, and that this comes from uh miss n zoda Tagui. I, I can't i'm probably butchered that name um but I guess she was an advocate for for this to happen uh, yeah it it doesn't specifically say you know uh what people were arrested for, but it, it you know, it's it's not like um, I, I don't think they're going to go after him for small distribution or anything like that. The, these are people that have been in there for 15 years and that these are not just like small possession. These are a lot of substantial things that because the small ones that those people were released when they uh, legalized marijuana in 2018. So a lot of those um, small time offenses are done with hmm. um, and they obviously they're not throwing any more people in jail for it they might be trumping up charges or something like that but
1: but they will still put you in jail if you are selling without government permission
3: yes uh, yeah because
2: this this criminal organization calling itself government wants to get its hands in everything yeah and they want
1: to have a monopoly over who can sell and who can't so there are still going after people because there are still you know even in the states where it has they've legalized cannabis it's still illegal to do it without asking for permission. Yep. And I don't know about California, but I know that in uh, according to the numbers in Massachusetts, and these are obviously estimates because you can't really calculate the black market, No. but there's apparently like 50% of customers are still going to the black market. Yeah, it's because- not going to die.
3: Well, when the government has its hand in anything, it doesn't matter what it is, it just happens to be cannabis this time, but when they put their hand in it, they got to raise the prices. The shop's going to raise prices. Because regulations cost money to obey. Yeah. And this is something that can grow in your backyard or in your basement or whatever. Uh, and that people are, you know, they already know the ways to do it, you know. So they're going to continue to do it.
1: Yeah. I, I got to say, that's one of the reasons why I'm actually happy New Hampshire hasn't legalized cannabis yet because I don't want to see a tax and regulate. I don't want to yeah. see a cannabis tax in New Hampshire in the so called live for your die state. We're going to have more freedoms w- around cannabis, and I hope that they're just decriminalized. In the talks. Go, yeah. go ahead, Riley.
2: I just wanted to agree with you, and I said I don't want that to happen either. I want there to be no regulation on cannabis. I want it to be regulated like tomatoes, as Daryl W. Perry used to
1: say. Which is to say not at all. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the or, ideal situation.
3: Tomatoes are regulated, so... I mean, to a really? certain degree. I mean, you can grow them in your backyard and consume them, and that brings up a good point. Because, yeah, but you, like, can, you can grow them and then take them to the farmer's market and
1: sell them without having to ask government permission here in New
3: Hampshire. Oh, I see, I see. I mean, that could be a federal issue That's Yeah, when you point, say they're regulated, or, what's the regulation you are I guess of? it's like they could just come and shut you down if you don't have a business Who, license. Feds? Or, like, the state. I don't I mean, think
1: you need a license to farm in New Hampshire. All right. In New, Ham- New Hampshire's is um, noteworthy because there are not that many licensed regulated businesses well that's good there are some yeah i mean there's too many right but but compared to compared to california or new york or illinois or you know there's a bunch of states i don't think new hampshire is the least of all 50 states i don't know which state holds that particular trophy but as i understand it new hampshire is one of the lowest of all 50 states as far as actual industries you don't need one example of this is from what i understand i've never looked into a person so this It's just hearsay but i've been told you don't need a contractor's license in new hampshire wow so That's if good. you if you want to go out and like build somebody's yeah. house you know it, you don't have to have a license for that right which in a lot of places whoa man yeah
3: it's a big license there's a ton of money making government license.
1: mandates between you and being able to you know put together a shed for somebody yeah you know now that's not to say that there aren't town governments with various different like zoning requirements sure, sure. or stupid building permits and crap like that. But to actually just be a contractor and do work for people, there's no license in New Hampshire. Good. And so there are other examples like that. And obviously, we need to get rid of all licenses. Yeah. And maybe someday we'll see that happening and here.
3: They're trying to implement uh, cannabis into the state constitution oh. in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Oh, interesting. to make it uh, possessing and use that's right. As a constitutional right, that's oh, coming up this
1: year, right? That's oh, wow. uh, somebody filed a constitutional amendment yes, yep. for that. And that's it, it, this awesome is awesome both sides of the through. aisle.
3: Wow, because they that know right? that they they can't control it, like. They even bring up examples of Massachusetts, how there's a black market and it's not going to end, right? Uh, And this is why they need to just like get rid of all the laws entirely.
1: That would be amazing. And I I remember I was looking through the list of the proposed laws and I saw that one. I saw like another one. I think there's actually two competing Mm -hmm. constitutional amendments that are. uh, I haven't read them yet.
3: I think I think they're uh, one is more defining. I don't really know for Mm -hmm. sure, but they both sound really good. Like the intention. We're gonna find out. They just, you know, I think it's just. These gung ho constitutionalists out there, no, like no, no offense, but like I feel like it. You know, you're pushing the the imagery of that, the the nationalistic look of it versus like the purpose, right? Like let's not confuse the two. These are rights granted to us, and that you know, put it in the language, yes, but people are going to do it anyways if they haven't already been doing it. Well, I mean, there's if the nobody in is New Hampshire to, using it, by the way. If
1: like, the point is to it, <laughs> no, actually, New Hampshire years ago was one of the, I think it was the number one state yeah for cannabis like Mm -hmm. at least to people who would admit it yeah it was the number one state Uh, i don't know if they still hold that that trophy but at at some point they did um you know i don't oppose what the proposed. i mean i haven't read the wording yet but presuming the wording is it is now constitutionally legal to have and hold and sell and grow cannabis that would be amazing i'd vote for that in a heartbeat if that were on the ballot it's going to be on the ballot
3: it, it is Well, it has to make it
1: through. Well, at first, it has to make it through, just like every right, constitutional proposal. No, uh, yeah, three fifths of the the state house and then the state senate, yep. and that's going to be your tough part. You they, might be able to. they that
3: it's going to happen. The way that the numbers that they're looking at right now, okay, it, All it's right. going through. Well, so far, let's do it. And okay, well, that's actually an interesting approach because what has happened so
1: far, Joa, on these proposals is the Senate has shut them down. So okay. legalization, for instance, has passed the state house. But it has not passed with a a veto-proof margin, and it will not pass the Senate. And the reason why the senators say they won't pass it is because they they believe that the governor will not sign it. Right. And he has said that he will not sign legalization proposals. And so, therefore, the Senate just shuts it down. That's the excuse that they use. Mm -hmm. Now, I would think that if they support it, they should just go ahead and pass it and put it on the dude's desk and see what he does. But that's been their excuse. But if they go through the constitutional amendment route, it doesn't go to his desk. Right. In order, to get a, right, in order to get a constitutional amendment to appear on the ballot, it only goes through the House and the Senate. If they get over 60% voting in both the House and the Senate, it shows up on the ballot that year, and the people then have to vote for it over two-thirds. So Remember,
3: Sununu out. has been pushing a drug that has been literally killing people. Uh-oh, we're going to shut down again. No, the alcohol. COVID vaccine. Oh,
1: that one, yeah. <laughs> well, they also pushed the drug alcohol in the state-run liquor stores yeah, right here in New, New Hampshire. Can, that kills well, a lot of people.
3: Exactly. So he's going to sign off on cannabis? I mean, well, if we pass it constitutionally,
1: he doesn't touch it. It goes beyond him, which is an amazing approach. There's more coming up here. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open if you want to join in here. The number is 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian Joa and Riley. Don't forget to check, uh, check out Joa on his channel on Odyssey. Yes, you've got one on that old big tech streaming platform too. It's called Breaking the Flaw, and you can find it on Odyssey. Just go to uh, go to our channel first, easiest uh, that way. Just go to video.freetalklive.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on Free Talk Live, and then type in Breaking the Flaw in the search button. Or yeah. the search bar, and it'll come right up.
3: And I, I've been enjoying the Free Keen stuff uh, because you guys are doing the NH exit Yeah, videos. that's
1: right. Uh, that I just posted another one today, as a yeah. matter of fact. And you're referencing the Free Keen Odyssey channel, which is at video.freekeen.com. That'll take you straight to that channel. And you can subscribe there and uh, I certainly would appreciate it. I got 20,000 viewers on that old big tech platform and only like 400 mm-hmm. on, on Odyssey. So getting people uh-huh. to make that flip, man, that's yeah. a,
2: it's a hard thing to do because people have a habit, yeah. right? Like We are creatures of habit at times and it's really difficult to break out of something we're so used to. Yeah, yeah. and
1: so what needs to happen is things need to be on Odyssey that you can't get anywhere else. Right. So you have to give people a reason to go and do a new thing and create that new habit. And Ron Paul did it uh, apparently recently. There's like a, I forget exactly what it was, but some sort of Ron Paul related video they posted on social media that it is only available on his Odyssey channel. Right. So you want to see the latest Ron Paul? You got to go yeah, to Odyssey.
3: Some of my videos, um, ended up uh being taken down from youtube but they're up on odyssey Only
1: on odyssey that's the thing and uh, i've been doing now over on the free keen channel i've been only putting up teasers on the old big tech platform so uh, you cannot watch any more free full free keen content on that old platform so you know i don't care that there's twenty thousand viewers on that channel it's like if you're not going to make the flip to odyssey you'll watch the first two minutes and then you won't see any of the rest of what we got Right. right you know sorry uh so Here's some. You want to talk about good news? Now that was good news about California letting some people out of jail and yeah. nullifying their uh, their records. That's good news. But even better news: yesterday in New Hampshire, an executive council meeting with the governor was completely canceled and shut down. Yay! Congratulations! Because, yeah, because of the existence of a, a group of protesters. In fact, hundreds of people. And this is the mainstream media admitting to this. Hundreds of people came to an event. It was at uh, St. Anselm's College. <laughs> and the uh, the room in which the event was held, I'm looking at a, f- a still frame from the, the video here from WMUR. I'm seeing probably 100 100- you know, people in this room. Maybe it, it held 200. I'm not seeing the whole room, so I'm going to say maybe a couple yeah, hundred it, people. It does
3: seem like that.
1: Um, but there were apparently at least 200 more people outside. They wouldn't let them in due to "quote unquote" fire code, and so there were a lot of protesters at this particular hearing. What was it about? Well, according to the coverage, they were looking to approve a 27 million dollar handout. From the federal government for COVID-19 related spending. Now, this was referenced in another story that I have not shared in full, but New Hampshire Public Radio wrote a story about, headline, established New Hampshire libertarian activists drive coronavirus protests. It was all about how a bunch of libertarians, like free staters and such, are behind a lot of the anti- covid crackdown uh, movements out there and they
2: gotta call it an anti they gotta call it a covid protest to use the fear-mongering of the day
1: yeah and it's it's really an interesting story if we get a chance we'll talk about it one of these days but they talked about this 27 million dollars in this story and apparently a govern uh, a house panel rejected the 27 million because well, welcome to New Hampshire. There's yeah. actually some freedom-loving people in the state house. And the uh, the state rep who is in charge of the panel that said no to the 27 million, he's quoted in this article, and I'm trying to to just jump to wherever that was. The uh, The state rep that was running this particular panel basically said, here he is, Kenneth w- Whaler, said he didn't believe what state health officials are saying about COVID infections and cited so-called disinformation that's what nhpr is calling it about the efficacy of vaccines the head of the panel that rejected the 27 million in federal money
2: said quote there's no one in government you can trust unquote of course you can't trust government they this organization called government has not gained anybody's trust it lies all the time but this is a guy who's running a government panel right. in the state
1: house. So it just gives you an example of what it's like here in New Hampshire. You've yeah. got a guy This guide. is why I
2: love being in New Hampshire yeah. because you have people in government who
1: believe in freedom. Now, I don't know what happened between him and that panel rejecting this 27 million and this meeting that was supposed to happen yesterday because the meeting yesterday was supposedly about accepting or whether or not the state right. should accept. So apparently they like somehow went over this guy's head and they went to the state executive uh, council. So for listeners that aren't familiar, in New Hampshire, it's a little different than a lot of states. In a lot of states, there's a governor and a lieutenant governor. We don't have that. New Hampshire has a governor and no lieutenant governor. So it's just the governor. And beneath him, or next to him, if you will, is a five-person, what they call executive council, or executive council. The governor, as I understand it, cannot spend more than like fifteen hundred dollars or something. Like there's some low okay. amount. Maybe it's fifteen thousand, whatever it is, for in state money terms, it's like nothing. Right. He has to get approval on large expenditures or big, big things yeah. from this executive council. If the executive council won't sign off with a majority of the five-person executive council, the governor can't move on it. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were having. They were having a meeting of the executive council yesterday, and here's the report from wmur uh, which is like the big television station it's really like the only almost the only i guess there's there's like a cable channel kind of in in new hampshire it's the only broadcast let's not uh, mention channel. their name <laughs> well i'm gonna give them credit they, they reported on it yeah. here it is. Okay.
5: executive council meeting was held at the new hampshire institute of politics in manchester but it fell apart before it could even begin
0: shut, shut it down shut
1: By the way, one of the people shouting shut it down and kind of leading that uh, chant is Frank, a.k.a. Footloose, who we've had on this show uh, yes. a number of times. Great activist. I think he's got to be activist of the year for, yeah, for COVID-19. Nice. Good uh, friend of mine. Cameron, he, great guy.
3: He, he's definitely a policy uh,
1: activist. He sticks you know, his neck out. That's nor- what saying. Normally, I'm a critic of, sh- of chanting. I, I don't like it. I find that it typically is like at an event. It's a kind of like this yeah. mindless thing that people yeah, do. It, it can be, definitely, for sure. But here it's strategic. And I got to say, I I support it in this instance because they are literally shouting down government bureaucrats in their own meetings. Let me continue
3: here.
5: Protesters opposed to COVID-19 vaccine mandates forced the cancellation
3: of the meeting after people, (laughs) including some public health employees, left in fear of their safety.
2: They're so (laughs) afraid of their safety.
3: Fear of
1: freedom. (laughs) They actually had state police escort state people state government bureaucrats off the premises because they were so afraid of what exactly they claim threatening activists yes but if they were actually threatened the state police would have gone in and arrested them so i don't believe the claim that anyone was threatened at this yeah particular i don't event. believe
2: it either these government gangsters like to fear the freedom of people in protest because they might lose their jobs, or something might happen if these government bureaucrats lose their jobs. It's just so silly.
3: Yeah. Uh, the, the Sununu was saying that uh, threatening individuals to get what you want. It's not good government, and it's terrible, frankly. That's exactly what I think what it was funny that you said does. frankly, because... <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what they do. That's what the state does every yeah. single day. They threaten people.
3: It's like it's, it's kind of like with the IRS. It's like uh people don't want to pay taxes, but they're going to fill out that W2 form and get it stolen from them so they can keep a job. But then it's yep. like then the IRS comes to you like, "Hey, you want this check?" No. I don't want I don't want your check. I want my money back. Yeah. I never want to see like, you again. Yeah. Like I don't want to see you. Like this this feds coming in trying to give us money. No, you can go, go kick rocks because we don't need you. Stop stealing from us. Like let by- bygones be bygones and let us be free. Exactly. Here's the uh, the rest of the uh, the report.
0: I'm right here. You want <laughs> to do the same our man? I'm trying. You want not supposed to these stats. I'm right here. Face me.
4: I've never seen
1: <laughs> that's again footloose yelling at a group of bureaucrats to make him take the vaccine because he's not going to wear a mask that's he's right not gonna, he's not going to obey uh and he, he runs a group which I love the name of it's called absolute defiance here's a little bit more
3: And
4: that at a council meeting I would hope to never see that again
3: executive
5: Ooh. counselor Cindy <laughs> Warmington says she expected to see counselors at the meeting given the topic federal funding for state vaccination efforts has been a hot button issue but she says she never expected this
0: saying to people i know where you live i think that's intimidating and threatening and and i was very surprised by
2: that i
3: know where she lives yeah oh have you been to her house no but i should and because she's a public official and i can look her up easily
2: well this is the problem here people think that disrupting these government officials lives is bad it's not it's the best thing we can do they're disrupting our lives it's time we disrupt their lives Get peacefully. out of our lives, politicians! I, I believe you're doing dying. it
1: peacefully, yes. and, and yeah, you know, yelling at them is peaceful. It's not hurting them. Oh, yeah, and drowning absolutely. them out from their own meetings, making them cancel every single meeting that they have. By the way, Sununu canceled an appearance he was going to have out here in uh, in the Cheshire County area oh, yeah. because he was worried <laughs> about people showing up to
4: it
0: uh, who didn't like him. More coming up tomorrow. We'll see you then. Freetalklive.com.
4: Um